where are the low value men? Like, what are what are all the low value men up to during these trying times? Because the high value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to an all new episode. Low value mail. Looks like I need a haircut based off of whatever's going on here. Welcome back, everybody. Um, exciting episode for we have our monthly. I've uh, been trying to make a point of doing a monthly open lines. Those have been going pretty well. People have been liking them. I've been enjoying talking to you about uh, whatever it is, this and that. Uh, so welcome back to our Ooh, cut off my hand there. Uh, but welcome back, everybody. To an all new episode. It's episode 93 of Low Value Mail. Uh, on this Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, the year of our Lord. I actually believe maybe next week uh, may be our two-year anniversary. I think. Uh, and the lines are already ringing off. Uh, just give me one minute and then I will answer your calls. I know I had the thing going. Um, okay, I'll close this because you guys are just you're just so quick to get to the guns. So uh, before we get started, let me check this, though. I think some, next week is two years. Hold on. I should have uh, done this in advance, some would say. Some would say I need a producer, some would say. Uh, I've actually been speaking with John Steele, for those of you who are in the know. That didn't help me. Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's something like that, though. Anyways. Please like and subscribe to the stream. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Uh, all that stuff. Some changes. Some minor changes are coming to the show. Okay? I don't want to hear no guff from none of you. It's not going to really affect most of you, especially the the supporters of the show. Um, but uh, Vincent gifted five low-value mail memberships. What a man. I'll be giving some away today as well. You're going you're gonna to all have members. Um, shout out. Yeah, so by the way, okay, so there's so many things I want to get out of my head. Uh, first off, the changes that are coming to the show. It's not actually really real changes. So the way YouTube is working these days, I live stream here on YouTube. The way YouTube's working these days is they give way more priority to videos uh, that are video uploads versus live streams. So, and I toyed with this uh, like a month ago. I tested it out. I did one like this and uh, with the Ashton Forbes episode. So anyways, moving forward, the live streams are the live. If you catch it live, you catch it live. That's the live show. Um, after the show ends, the stream will be privated. This is includes low value mail and the bathhouse for both of them. Okay. Then, uh, the episodes will be posted and there's a few reasons behind this, but the, the new episodes of low value mail, if you don't catch them live, you will be able to watch them. If you are not a paying supporter, just a regular person, just a fucking 
Rego. Um, anyways, those uh, episodes will be available Thursday afternoon for low value mail. Thursday afternoon, New York City time, probably like 12 o'clock Thursday. Saturday afternoon for the bathhouse. So there'll be basically a two-day delay from the live stream, like 36 hours roughly, between the live stream. And uh, you can check it on Spotify or if you're a listener of the podcast, that's where you'll get it. So it'll be out Thursday now or Saturday for the bathhouse. This is mostly just because YouTube is kind of forcing my hand because I get way more reach and I'm trying to grow the show as you can understand and get. Uh, so anyways, doing that. But if you are a paid supporter of the show, because I'm always trying to, I, I don't, I'll be perfectly honest. I love that you guys support the show. I appreciate it. But um, I don't feel like I offer a, you don't get a lot in return uh, because of the nature of the live show. I can't like, you know, if this was a normal podcast, like we do with the boys cast, I can just give you an extra episode that doesn't work with a live show. So uh, if you are a paid supporter, you will have access to the ad free audio episodes and the YouTube video uh, right away. So not right away, but like within a couple hours, you you will have it. So just a little something. If you've been on the fence about signing up, now you at least get the episodes earlier. Otherwise, they will be Thursday and Saturday. Uh, Two-day delay for the non-scroats, as Vincent says. Shout out to Anthony Rojas. Rojas uh, for that. But anyways, just want to let you know, it's not really a big deal. I'm sure a lot of you, maybe you do listen to it right away. Uh, and if you've been on the fence about supporting the show, and if you support the show, then there will be more show eventually. Uh, because basically, once we hit 500 subscribers, I'm adding half an hour, and we've been stuck on this for like a fucking year. At, uh, we're around three and change, although it helps every time uh, Vincent gives away five. So, anyways, that's it. And then eventually, one day we'll get uh, this will be a four hour show, and we will get a producer. Okay. Uh, that's all I wanted to say regarding that next week we have, which potentially is the two year anniversary of the show. We have Randy Walsh. Uh, he wrote a bunch of, um, books regarding the moon landing hoax. He'll be here next week. Uh, that'll be very exciting. And new episode of the bathhouse tomorrow night at 10 30 PM live from the stand comedy club green room. Okay. So. Um, that is that the phone lines are now open. This will be a monthly show where we have open phone lines. What do you want to talk about? I know some of you were not happy last week that I brought a goddamn fed on the show. I thought it'd be cool. Look, okay. It's not always, um, Kalecki. Am I going to skank fest? I have no, I have no idea if I'm going to skank fest. Uh, but, um, Anyways, uh, yes. And so if I owe you a wrench, if you see all the people with the wrenches, if I owe you a wrench, uh, DM, the only reason would be to DM me on Patreon if you don't have it or Twitter if you're a Twitter subscriber. So just message me there. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I'll you can just DM me right now. I have it open and I'll give you your wrench if I owe you a wrench. Wrenches just let you drop links in the after shows when we do those. Uh, although and we'll so we'll do about an after show once a month. Um, all right. First caller of the night. Let's get to it. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hi. Uh, this is Thomas from Michigan. Thomas from Michigan. How you doing, pal? What do you want to talk about? I'm doing good. Uh, pretty new supporter. Just discovered the podcast uh, via you know, you're in Ryan's podcast. But cool. I've been a huge fan. Uh, the the topic with the, the FBI agent last week. Yes. Uh, what did you think? You made a comment. That? 
it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm, you know, <laughs> somewhat in, with, in line knew, with the, you know uh, why I, you bring the Fed on. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, here's the thing. Okay, I'll give you the full breakdown of my thoughts about bringing him on. I, I was on TikTok. I saw his TikTok. He had like, he has like 300,000 followers on TikTok, which actually now in hindsight, and he has like 200,000 followers on Instagram. Like in hindsight, I'm like, that seems something doesn't quite add up. They're kind of interesting. Like he does, but he's like, he, he told me, he's like, yeah, I've been, I've had social media for nine months. And, uh, so that's pretty, pretty impressive. Shout out to Logan. Uh, but anyways, so he's like, I've had social media for nine months. He already has like bigger followings than like most of my comedian friends who have been doing it for a fucking decade. Uh, <laughs> you know, but anyways, I just thought I'm like, it would be cool to just ask him. And I kind of told him, I go, yo, look, like, I don't, you know, I have some, I don't screen calls and he goes, yeah, fine. It's like, it's whatever. But, uh, it wasn't, it was kind of, I didn't really think it that through that how many like anti-establishment, like anti-government people probably watch the show, but then I'm like, you know what? It's, it's one episode. So, um, yeah. Yeah. There, so there was, there was kind of two things. One, one was regarding Patriot front. Cause I, th- uh, this actually might've been a tweet or maybe it was a comment last show. I can't remember, but, uh, about them, whether they're feds or not. The, the one thing that really sticks out to me with them is their website. I think their website's way too nice for, for so uh, I'm an in, organization. Have you been in their Telegram group, though? Here's the thing. This is my main reason why I think Patriot Front is real. Because if, if you go in their Telegram group, um, which mm-hmm. you can, they have 17,500 followers. Like, it just seems like pretty legit. But again, I fully sure. believe that there are feds in patriot front i think the question is did the federal government start patriot front and that's where sure. i think i disagree with people i don't think that the federal government started it so. yeah i'm just really impressed with their website i guess like because i compare it to like you look up like Oathbreakers or whatever these other groups and a lot of them don't even have a website at all so with patriot Fund, if they are if they are 100 percent legit it's pretty impressive what, what's their uh, website <laughs> i can't even find it it's every if you oh it's, patriotfront.us yeah it's like yeah. i mean it's better than my company's website in my opinion it's a pretty <laughs> solid website actually i'm looking at it patriotfront.us yeah like again it like i i find it so funny that nobody believes they're real because they're probably like we really are just these patriots and we just want to restore america for like you know, European white people or whatever the fuck, but, uh, you know, and like their videos on their website is all like working out and doing like community service and stuff. Like it's hardly, uh, you know, some scary group, but I guess they're have certain parts that they don't like. I don't know. Uh, but again, for sure. There's certainly probably most of the people I'm sure are just normal, normal people, but yeah, they're just like, (laughs) I thought it was funny that they had such a nice website. I'm like, where's the, cause I feel like it's fairly, unless you got somebody who's really good at programming, you have to put a decent amount of money into putting together something like that. But again, because they all cover their faces, I'm sure there's someone yeah. who's just like, that's what they do, you know? They, they're like, there's sure. probably someone yeah. who's just like a web that's designer. Fair. And, that's uh, fair. And then there was one other thing I yeah. wanted to mention, and then I can jump off. There's sure. other people waiting, but the, uh, the, the, I'm forgetting his name, but the FBI agent last week, he made a uh, comment that I thought was super, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was super interesting, which was uh, regarding the sovereign citizens. Um, he made a comment like we we needed something to do, basically. So, <laughs> so, mm. so you know, we we had a lack of cases, so we decided to go after him. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was interesting because I think in general, that's the biggest problem with stuff like the FBI is 
they need a they're hammered. They need a nail to hit. So you kind of end up you get end up getting stuff like the Whitmer case where absolutely seems a little bit like entrapment at least for most of them. You know, I mean, I think that's actually any government organization really like sure. anything where there's government budgets because those budgets never go down. Like they can only really right. go one way. Like the worst case scenario is they is they don't go up, but they stay the same. And then, but oftentimes they're always like, okay, well, we need these things to continue to go up. And then sometimes they're like, you just got to like manufacture expenses just to keep it going. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know uh, one guy who's a FBI agent who actually was involved with the, uh, with, with that case. Uh, you know him personally? So. Yeah, pretty, I'm not like super well, but yeah, I know uh, I'm, he might even testify it. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I'm actually, yeah. I've been meaning to get, I can't remember what the guy's name is. I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but one of the guys who was arrested, but exonerated, I'm going to try and get him because I know he's been doing podcasts that, and stuff. That would be fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get him on. I fuck. I wrote, I wrote his name now somewhere. I'm sure someone in the chat knows, but he's like, uh, Kind of looks like kind of a bikery dude, um, but anyways, I'm I'm gonna message him once I figure out who exactly his name is. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Well, appreciate awesome. It. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, all right. We got another call. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's up, Dan? Yo. What's up? How's it going, conspiracy extremist? Conspiracy extremist. How you doing, man? Doing good. Good, doing well. Very good. Very hey, good. You called in um, last week, right, with the FBI agent? No, I didn't. Oh, so, didn't. Uh, I didn't know. Me and my buddy started a podcast a couple months ago, and we record on Tuesdays. So okay. I've been missing, like, the second half. I've tried to catch your live uh, low-value mail show, but... Um, yeah, yeah, you just got it. That's okay. Um, out a little bit. Yeah, I'm curious what... Because there was a point where I go, should I not brought this guy on? But then I was like, no, it's still kind of funny that I somehow got an FBI agent on uh, my show. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, I don't why not? See, I, I mean, like, he seemed yeah. fairly even handed. Like, he obviously wasn't going to be like, yeah, we fucking killed JFK and saying all this like crazy shit. But he was fairly like even handed, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trust anything he says, but, you know, it's yeah. not going to hurt to have him on. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Zach in the chat says, I think the NFL is real. Actually, uh, Zach uh, tried to, as this guy, Brian Tuahy, who I've been trying to get on, and I wanted to get him on next week in advance of the Super Bowl. This guy's whole thing is the NFL is rigged. And I, I mean, it does feel that way a little bit. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's, I, I believe it's not like, scripted every play that's not script I mean, like it's not scripted that's like no, no no it's not like that shit with the scripted or whatever it's not scripted and it's not like um i can't remember which uh i think the podcast that uh paul pierce and kevin garnett do i don't know if you've you've seen that i can't remember what it's called but i see it all the time but they were just talking about how they were playing like you know the lakers or something and their coach was like hey you gotta win like if we're gonna win we have to win by like 20 points like, we're not going to win a close game against them just because – and it's with the same thing with the Tim Donahue, like the co- the ref who, like, went to jail or whatever for uh, fixing games. Just like the NBA can so easily – or the leagues can so easily with just, like, little directives just put enough of their, like, thumbs on the scale to just, like, slightly give one team an advantage or not. Yeah, that's really – they're all so good that all they need is a little uh, bias from the ju- from the refs and stuff to – 
Yeah, exactly. And all they could they could do something as little as like because they give every week they'll be like, hey, we need to like enforce this type of call. And if they know that the team that is you know one of the teams is more prone to do that thing, and then they just are like, hey, enforce this more. And so, anyways, Zach says NFL rigged. Yeah, uh, I don't know like the extent, but definitely. I mean, look, it's at the end of the day, all these leagues are a business. Like every single league, as much as you think it's like you feel it's like the government or something like some sort of like utility like it's literally like a business and they're not stupid like they know they know what's going to make the money like what outcome is going to make the money and not not make the money and i mean look like yeah the ravens lions would have been okay i'm sure it would have had 20 million less viewers than kc san francisco though Yep, yeah. And when you get the betting uh, organizations involved, I mean, they just own everything. Yeah. It's, I, I, I've been trying to, like, I haven't really figured out, I, I've been trying to, like, think of a joke or something about it, but, like, it is so crazy how they went from full-on gambling is the worst thing. It, like, even just considering it will impact, you know, like, the stability and the, you know, just, like, trustworthiness of the league, and then all of a sudden they're just, like, it's fucking part of the whole thing now. Like, gambling is part of every, like, you know, is the part of the fabric of every broadcast now. It's, like, the announcers talk about it. Like, it's so crazy because they've acted forever. Like, remember, they, they couldn't have any teams in Las Vegas. Now, inside of, what, six years, they're going to have uh, every team but a uh, basketball team, I guess, now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, want, I want to tell you something freaking hilarious. Yes. So, um, so I don't, I, I don't really watch uh, the, that Tim Cash show that much anymore, unless they have people like you or you know people that I follow on. But last night I was watching it, and at the end, you know how he reads those super chats. Mm-hmm. One of the super chats he read said, uh, "Everyone, go find it and watch Europa: The Last Battle." <laughs> Tim goes, "What is that about immigration? Immigration oh. in Europe?" <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I uh, I tried to watch it one time. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. That is on my list of things to watch. I can't believe how long it is. It's fucking yeah, like it's 11 hot. hours. It's like the yeah, longest. I think I've gotten through the whole thing, and it's like it's not like egregious. It's basically just like alternative, the opposite of the narrative. Like Yeah, I know, I know. And there's another thing on Rumble that I also tried to watch, which was like essentially there's some documentary that's like, the Germans were essentially like the victims of world war two. And like, it's like a total, like it's similar to this, but it's shorter. Uh, I, I remember like, I just lost it. Cause rumble is like bad at, uh, it's hard to like find stuff that you like watch previously, like history right. or whatever. But, um, anyways, yeah, it's, uh, I tried to watch it one time. I was thinking like last year, I was like, should I do like a fucking watch along, like a live stream watch along. But then I'm just like, man, I'm totally going to, lose my channel you could start you could start like yeah and if you ever watch it you don't even have to watch the first like couple parts the first couple hours you could start because it's just talking about world war one in the first yeah but i feel like that context is somewhat relevant i think to what they're trying to do by the way i got my instagram account back everybody in case anybody cares yeah i saw that congratulations yeah yeah i got it back uh so that's that's exciting um but yeah i'm not trying to lose my fucking youtube channel yeah, I wouldn't. You can't have that on YouTube, even though there's nothing like crazy on like, it. Like, I don't even know if I could do like a like like a fight companion style where I'm just watching it off screen. Like, I feel like that might be even a little spicy for uh, 
Yeah, it, it's Me not too. even the same I... thing that crazy. But the, when you talk about you know the um, the events you know that happened. What, what's the main like? If you had to give me like a TLDR of Europa, the last battle or whatever, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Europa. So from what I remember, it's basically saying like they were just trying to rebuild after World War One, and their leader was you know making it flourish, and then basically all these other countries. Um, uh, wanted to destroy it for i forget the reason they say but basically it's like they need to destroy uh germany because it was doing so well mm-hmm. um, it's not as silly as i'm making it sound i mean they, they do have an explanation, explanation yeah, yeah i'm, for sure, it, I'm sure they do and it's more like they're the victims and that event like didn't really happen like it's you were being told sure sure you know, um but, which you know i don't i think yeah. it was war so it doesn't matter like I don't know. My opinion it doesn't matter who did what. A lot of people died, <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bad either way. There's very bad yeah. people on both sides. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, people yeah. died, and that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. awful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll get it's it's that that'll be a tough one to con- convince my girl to watch. I don't think she has the attention span for eleven hours. <laughs> yeah, well, I just listened to it while I was at work. So yeah, yeah, that'll be a funny, like maybe kind of TikTok prank. Is is like get your girl to be like for movie night watching Europa. Is your is uh are you married yet? No, uh, no, okay. uh, no, in June, June, uh, right on, end of June. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's, coming, that's coming up. Uh, she's she's Jewish too, right? She's also Jewish. She's actually the first Jewish woman I ever dated, and then somehow. Oh, I, was meant to I, I always kind of made a point to avoid them, to be honest. They're fucking annoying. And she is... I mean, can you blame you? She's pretty <laughs> annoying, actually, so... Yeah. That's a life. It's just shit, shit works out that way sometimes, I guess. Yeah. All right, well, that's a little show. Cool. Talk, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Next time. Yeah, later. Later. Conspiracy extremist, everybody. Um. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to... Uh, I see a lot of tunnel talk in the chat. Uh, we are not Zach going to watch Europa. Uh, maybe next Christmas. By the way, phone lines are open. I see some people asking if they can call in. You can call in. Also, shout out to anybody who's watching over on Rumble. Uh, the reason we started late is because I accidentally made the wrong Rumble link, uh, and then it did not. It was because for some reason, when you have a Rumble account, you just have two accounts. I don't know why. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. For some reason, hey, 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 account, I can hear myself. Hello? Oh, hey, sorry. I thought I, there must be a delay. Uh, yeah, um, I think there's a little delay. Yeah, How's it going? Who am I speaking with? I, tr- I turned uh, the speakers off. Okay. Anyway, uh, my name is Guy. Calling in from uh, Tel Aviv, Israel. Guy from and- Tel Aviv, Israel. Low value mail's going yeah. international. Sound like uh, Alex Stein there. Can you believe it? It's. Uh, 430 in the a.m. over here. 4.30 in the a.m. So let's get, we got some, uh, w- what is going on right now in Tel Aviv, Israel? Because I actually have been thinking recently, I don't know if mm-hmm. it's people are tired, like if just there's, you can only care so much about something that's not happening. Uh, I feel like Ukraine, Russia got more play than Israel, Palestine. Because it used to be just all anybody was fucking posting about. My whole Twitter was nonstop. And I can't tell if people kind of just tuckered themselves out like a little toddler or what, but I barely see anybody talking about it anymore. And I don't see much news coverage. And 
I, I don't, and I wonder if that's like, you know, I, I wonder why. I, I don't know why. So, anyways. Well, what, you know, I'll tell you, there's been a lot of the, I follow a lot of, of accounts that, uh, you know, both uh, cover the Ukraine and Israel. Um, and it's definitely, there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know, on Twitter and like uh, certain Telegram channels uh, regarding the situation over here. But, um, you know, uh, what's happened recently, um, until yesterday, there has not been a rocket strike, uh, you know, on uh, pretty much Israel or Tel Aviv up until from New, Year, New Year's Eve, like was the last time they sent uh, rockets over. It happened at exactly midnight. I'm telling you, I was, I was one of the only people not partying. So at the same time that you hear people like the, you know the it's midnight everybody's cheering yeah that fucking uh, sorry I didn't curse there the exact second uh, the the you hear uh, sir, uh, sirens going off you know the um, uh, the air raid sirens and people partying can't hear the air raid sirens because they're blasting music so loud and so while everybody's cheering there's all the sounds of explosions you know. And like people cheering at the same time, and it was it was to me it was uh, like a moment of like cognitive uh, dissonance. But I think uh, partially oh, why. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, just sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. So you're talking about what's happening in Israel, right? So you're saying there yeah. hasn't been any rocket yeah. attacks into Israel. What's happening in Gaza? Because there's not a lot in of coming out from Gaza, that either. I know it. No, I know what's happening in Gaza. There's plenty of people covering that. I mean, you had Ryan Dawson on your channel, yeah. Um, and there, uh, you know, and then you know he covers that. Scott Ritter and Judge Napolitano, Max Blumenthal. Um, you know, a lot of people are. No, I, I, that. sorry, what's sorry. I, I just want to just say, like, I meant just like the main. And again, I don't know because some people would say, yeah, the mainstream it, media like just doesn't want you to know what's going on there because it looks bad for Israel. Yeah. Just to play the other side of that or whatever. Uh and so they're just like, but to just stop, like, I just don't see like all my regular, like, you know, Mike Racine, who if, I don't know if people know Mike Racine, very funny comedian. He was like all about mm-hmm. this for two months. And then I looked the other day, he doesn't even tweet about yeah. it anymore. Well, I, you know, I, I guess maybe because I live here, I'm following and I, and the accounts that I follow on, uh, you know, Twitter are all like, you know, either uh, red pill intersexual dynamics channels or like, you know, uh, channels like, you know, Ryan Dawson, Scott Ritter, and yeah. so on that cover this, uh, these topics. And, um, you know, I think uh, I don't like being that I'm not in the US, I don't really, you know, I mean, I follow like, I know, like, I watch Louder with Crowder pretty regularly. And I remember when this thing was uh, just like, you know, before he went on break, he was talking about it a lot. But um, I think, you know, uh, like, listen, what I, I get to explain something that just happened recently that may be why it died down is that like, you know, Israel um, did, you know, cause like it did quiet because like I said, like the there were no missile strikes for like, you know, almost a month up until, you know, yesterday, what happened, right? So like, you know, Israel like uh, kind of uh, started pulling out and Hamas took back the north and then they, uh, a lot of places in the north, and then they start firing rockets again because Israel has barely damaged uh, Hamas in any sense. They've, you know, slaughtered tens of thousands of uh, civilians, but they haven't really uh, slaughtered, um, you know, done much uh, with Hamas. And gotcha. so I think it's like, you know, because because Israel, like the, the country probably, because we haven't been impacted on this side with like rocket strikes and like, 
you know, like it was almost, it was like every day, multiple times a day, air raid sirens and running into shelters. And then it goes to silence. And so there's no like drama happening on the Israeli side. So there's probably like a lot less broadcast of like, you know, of, um, of news to go out. They don't really want to broadcast what's going on in Gaza because that's, you know, not. Which uh, I think is kind of, of like the, I mean, I feel like that was at least for a minute dominating news, specifically like the, you know, horrific shit that was going on in Gaza. So you're, you're from America? You're born in America? Oh, yeah. I'm a dual citizen. My mother's Israeli. Your mother's Israeli. So you're not like right or return. You're just your mother is Israeli. And so why did you choose to live in Israel? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Why do you choose to live in Israel versus the United States? You know what? It's a damn good question, and it's something I've been questioning a lot lately. Um, you know, I moved here in 2008, and uh, it was from, you know, just like some life situation where it was just like better for me to move here than there, and it was nothing political. And, you know, my, um, like, I don't have any living family in the, in the U.S. anymore. Uh, my mother lives here. All my family lives here. And so I moved here in 2008, and I just like, you know, like, I guess it got comfortable in a sense, but like, honestly, like right now, the, one of the things that, you know, keeps me here, it's, believe me, I'm not a Zionist, nothing like, you know, political or whatever, but like, you know, I've kept in touch with a friend of mine in the U.S. I left in 2008 and we talk fairly regularly and, and the stuff that I see in the media and all the, the, the woke craziness that has, uh, you know, grown in the U.S., like, it's just a fraction of that here. Like we like right. you know, all this like non-binary gender bending stuff. And like, yeah. you know, like and, and, the amount, and the amount of division like is that's uh, uh, happened in the U S between like people with uh, differing opinions. My friend tells me you can't even have a conversation with somebody if you have differing and uh, opinions and, you know, um, and that things that go into it, like explosive, like, uh, shouting matches and all these kind of things. It's just like, I don't want to deal with the woke aspect of things. I can't imagine what it would be like for me to walk into a Starbucks and have to like, you know, read pronouns on a name tag. I mean, I mean to be honest though, like you can, that's like, you know, where, where were you from in the U S like you can just move to fucking somewhere in central Florida or even like Miami or whatever. Like there's a lot of, like, I, you know, I live in New York city. People would say this is the most liberal. Like I don't, so, fucking, so, you, I don't use, so I, I don't think, use pronouns. Like that's the thing is like people have pronouns. They talk about it. Like even if someone does have pronouns, if, if I ever knew anybody who's like, these are my preferred pronouns. From now on, I call you by your first name. I refer to you by your first name for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> and that's it. There's like, your, the pronouns is over. Like, if you go, these are my preferred pronouns or these wacky pronouns, I call you by your mm -hmm. first name for the rest of your life. And that's it. Like, that's a good, good system. You know? So I, I grew up in New York City. And I left New York uh, City for Austin, Texas in 2004. And I left Austin, Texas from two, uh, in 2008. Uh, and the friend that I was speaking about, he lives in Austin, Texas. Um, and if I returned, I would probably return back to Austin. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Miami, and my friend who lives in Austin, he's the one who's telling me about this stuff. So, like, if it's, if it, like, can it be better than in Austin in Florida? I mean, like... I mean, Florida's you know, a again, shit. Like, if there was a comedy scene in Florida, I would live in Florida. Oh, seriously? Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm white... 
why is it that you choose uh, New York City over Austin? Like both you and Ryan, like you know, the comedy scene is still not one. There's no podcast scene in Austin. Um, Mm -hmm. there's there's not like there's just no podcast scene. Like you know, you can do Kill Tony, and um, like that's really about it. Like Rogan and Kill Tony, I guess Matt and Shane now or whatever. But like, there's not like a really built out full podcast scene. It'll get there eventually. But in terms of stand up, you're like, just the stand up is just you can't compare it to New York. Like New York, like this, you know legendary for comedy and I'm yeah it's just know, for like for a stand-up like it's... Joe, rogan, joe rogan started his comedy club but you probably need to be like in with him to get on exactly there. like uh, if you're and... ron white then you're like yeah or tom segura then and you can get tons of stage yeah. time but like for us to move there it wouldn't you know it would probably be a step in the oh, that makes temporarily sense. in the wrong direction right. so i want to talk more about this israel stuff so you kind of follow a lot of these so you're not a zionist you're yeah. uh no what were your feelings about the Israeli government before this started? Because okay, it sounds so, like you're probably um, leaning right. So, yeah. So, like, you know, I want to explain something. Uh, in Israel, right versus left is different from, like, the rest of the world. So, like, in the rest of the world, right versus left, if you're on the right, then you're, like, you know, believe in, like, uh, free market uh, capitalism and, like, you know, hierarchical uh, uh, governing and in uh, and on the left, it's like uh, no hierarchy and like uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, communitarianism, right? Like communism. over here, right. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And the ultimate extension of that is communism. Yeah. Okay. And, I've never um, heard that term, so, communitarianism. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's really you, you. You pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like it's just like kind of a more uh, fancy word for communism. You know. Um, but like, uh, or a more socially acceptable word for communism, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, okay. you know, I have, I have like, I'm an anarchist. I have anarchist friends who are like on the left and like, they use that term. And if I'm around them, whatever, I don't want to like, you know, like communist has such a, uh, offensive kind of, um, connotation to it that, you know, uh, right. like it just, whatever it's just a prettier word right but, but yeah, so so anyway so so back to this so with, with the israeli government so you're yeah. probably on the right you, you are on the right uh the government is i guess you're saying that's not like a traditionally conservative government but wasn't there like huge protests yeah. there are huge protests here uh every week every every week uh pretty much on the same day uh there are huge protests uh but the thing is most people are like they're protesting netanyahu who is a monster i mean i think he's a horrible person and people both on the left and the right, you know, it's like he's he's not like he's becoming uh, less and less popular even amongst those on the right, you know. Right. Um, and it's just like, because of uh, his handling of the war. Do, do they talk about? Is there discussion in Israel about? Merely, sorry, it's not merely because of his handling of the war. Uh, this started before his handling of the war. I don't know if you know about this, but he was he was brought up on three uh, charges. Of yeah, like, uh, he had all these like bribery. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that. So, but but in regards to the October 7th thing, do people talk about how like he could have potentially like, is that theory still exists where he potentially let it happen? Like, how much do they talk about the uh, origins that, of, of the October 7th stuff still? So that he let it happen. I'll tell you, it's like it's, people aren't like super conspiracy minded here. 
Um, there's certainly, listen, I've spoken about it with some of my friends, and it's certainly like I even called Scott Ritter's show about it uh, to ask him what he thought the plausibility of that was. But like, you know, I could totally see that being a possibility. Um, but like, it's it's not. But that's not really, something people are talking about like, there. Yeah, if anything, it's like you know, like did he do enough, or people think he's he, not doing like, enough? No, 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 no. Did he do enough in regard? Like, was this why was the security lax enough right. to allow that to happen in the first place? Not, not what he did after. It's like you know, how did this happen? So, like, there's those of us who think it was intentional. And then, you know, uh, those who uh, think that it was just like, you know, like, how, how could this possibly have even happened? Right. Um, you know, like, why, why, did, why, why, didn't he, why didn't he fortify it enough? That's what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so what's the general, um, the, the general kind of, cons- not consensus, but like, how, how are people feeling about uh, what, what's going on, like the response by Israel currently? Like, well, is it- so uh, it's really, it's, I'll say that the majority of people are, you know, Zionist and they are for um, the actions taking place in Gaza. I, I, they're not fully aware of what's going on in Gaza. but And like, know, is that stuff on the news there? Like, is that stuff, you know, when they go and... Uh, I mean, the, the standard, what, like the standard, what you would expect from the news is on the news here. I don't watch the news here. Right. But is, um, does any know, of the I mean, stuff that like, you see happening online, do you see much of that on the news? I guess the, that would be the same here. Oh, no, 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 you, you, it, whatever it is, it's like peppered with, uh, you know, like, um, uh, just you know, uh, just twisted to uh, fit the narrative. Um, right. You know, it's, it's, you, you, you cannot, you're not going to get at the reality of the situation with this uh, from the mainstream media. It's just whatever to keep people pacified and, you know, create like uh, the division that they can control kind of thing. You know? Yeah. And so let me, and we'll wrap this up in a bit, but let me, um, so Ryan Dawson obviously is a pretty anti Israel guy. You like, yeah you follow a lot of these anti-Israel accounts, but you live in Israel. Like I can't imagine you're like a one state solution, like river to the sea guy. Uh, So here's the thing. Uh, I would either be two state solution or one state solution. And that one state solution being getting rid of the Jewish characteristic of the state and making it a full on democracy where everyone has completely equal rights and um and you know no uh, uh segregation of uh, any kind and um, and when you say so, sorry I just want- to cut you, just to cut you i just need some clarity when you say everybody has <laughs> rights you just mean uh for the people in gaza and the west bank i mean within the arabs within uh, but don't Israel but aren't there proper. many arabs like in the knesset and uh, many arab israelis who yeah. have equal rights yeah there there are but like here's the thing like you can, if you walk down any, uh, and this even before this uh, situation happened, walk down you know any street in Tel Aviv, you will see Arabs being pulled over by the police and being uh, you know checked for like whatever you know the bombs or or weapons or whatever. I walk down the street, I, I no police officer ever stopped me to check me for weapons. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's just um, like a random stop and, and frisk and, kind of thing. 
Exactly. And, and that could so, be an and that could um, be like a Arab Israeli. Like that could be someone with an Israeli passport who just what is just speaking yeah, exactly. Arabic. Yeah, yeah. They're only they're only Arab Israelis. These are the only ones I'm talking about. Yeah. And so, you know, and I would, I would include in the one state solution, I would include Gaza and like, you know, and, and the West Bank where it, but and I don't even care if they call it Israel. They can call it Palestine, Disneyland, Pizza Hut, whatever, like, you know, but like <laughs> yeah, just... get rid of the Jewish characteristic of the state because like you can't, you know, like it's, it's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Rabbi Kahana, but like, you know, he was a, very pro-Zionist, very, very far right. And I mean, far right in the uh, Israeli political sense, um, where that like, you know, like, like you can't call this place, a, it's a schizophrenic to call this place a democracy, but at the same time, like um, uh, you say that the characteristic of the state is Jewish when you have other people living here. You know, you but aren't have, there, like, like so, just to push back on that, but aren't there countries whose characteristics would be, like uh, Christian nations, like, you know. Well, you see, the, the difference is everybody in America considers themselves an American. Right. And if you if you live in Israel and you're an Arab, you don't really consider yourself an Israeli, even if you have Israeli citizenship. Right. So you're still like, you're just like, like you kind of just like take it and you because you get all these benefits from it. You, but you probably don't like it. Because it's your only it's your only option. It's your only option you to know? just be part of the society. Um, and, and, as you go, know, okay, I'll take it. But you're like not really. Yeah, that makes that makes sense also, to me. You also have to take into account what does Jewish mean, right? What separates Jews from the rest of the the world? What what's what is the defining characteristic of a poor Jew, vertical uh, leap? That, that, what's that? I said poor vertical leap. About to jump in. <laughs> it's the tour. Right. Yeah. So it's a religion. And if you and if you look at the, the Jewish religion, right, which most Jews don't follow, including myself, I but I'm so. very well educated. In it. I spent a lot of time studying it. Um, you you there, there's no democracy in Judaism. If you go to according to rabbinic Judaism. Right. Uh-huh. Like Jews are superior to the Goyim, quote unquote. You know, yeah. it's like there, there's certain things that a Jew is afforded, which are not afforded to the rest of the uh, people within the Jewish uh, structure. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Whereas, yeah, Israel is a, is, is both a Jewish state and a democracy is a total contradiction. It doesn't make any sense. Right, 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 right. Now, okay. Last question before I let you, uh, before I let you go, if they were to do uh, a two state or one state solution, would you, have any fear? Do you think that the risk level would be elevated if they were to do that? No, absolutely not. I think the risk level would go way, way down. Really? So if they go, hey, we're just gonna, we're we're just gonna uh, bring everybody together, essentially, whether it's one state or two states. I guess those would still be different, but. Because a lot of people say, you know, if, if we give them all this stuff, then they're like, they're just going to be firing rockets. You know, we didn't need an iron, like we need no. an iron dome for a reason. No, no, I, I tell you why that wouldn't happen. First off, like, it, like let's say Hamas, like, you know, like, like the Palestinians got their own state, right? They would get need uh, backing from the whole world to help them uh, get that established, right? Like the UN, everybody would have to be involved, right? Mm-hmm. Now, consider how retarded it would be for them to get that state, to get all that backing from the entire world, and for the sake of peace, 
and then to start another attack. They would get the rug pulled from under them, and then there would be no mercy on, uh, and, and, and pretty right. much everybody would destroy them. I guess that like would be just, their last, not, that would be literally their last chance. Like, if they did that, then they go, yeah, okay, you guys are just fucking hopeless. You have to also, like, you have to also understand that, like, Arabs do not, like, inherently hate Jews. I live in, in Jaffa, which is, like, the most, like, mixed area of Tel Aviv, uh, you know, and, and we get along great with each other yeah it's, it's not like there's this like they were they're born with this hatred for jews the, the hamas and and the palestinians hate zionists they don't hate us as people like you know so like it's like i do totally believe make listen there might be some bitterness or something left over yeah, yeah i'm not whatever, talking about like, i'm talking about like literal national security threats because that's what they'll bring up they'll say oh no, this is no, impossible no. because I think, I think that security that security threat would go down like it would be it, it would it would solve so much we would not be in the predicament we're in now what we're the predicament we're in right now we're we're looking at fucking matt we're we're on the border with uh lebanon right now getting prepared for war with hezbollah when they're well uh more armed uh, much more armed and better armed with a much stronger arsenal than Hamas has yeah. so if they start raining rockets down on us this may be my last phone call with you ever. <laughs> Dude, I hope this isn't. I hope this is not your last phone call. But uh, on that note, I am going to uh, let you go. What was your name again? Guy. Guy. Okay, Guy, thank you for calling in. I uh, really appreciate it. It's good to get some uh, some actual information from somebody who's who's on the ground there. So I appreciate it, man. Take care. Yeah, and get rolled to Tomasi on Boys Cat. Okay. <laughs> we'll try. Later, man. All right, guy, everybody. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Uh, hello. Hey. Hey, you were on Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? My name is Steve. Steve, how you doing, pal? What do you want to talk about? Hey, so I have I have a question uh, about this Metsitsa Bupa. Yes, yes, yes. The, uh, yeah. the Could you explain that to me? So are you, I have a joke about it because uh, I, I used to have a joke about it. It's um I, I actually think I may be the first comedian who did a joke about this this, but unfortunately when I did it in Canada, so nobody gave a shit. But it's on my first album. But uh essentially there's like these super fringe um sects of uh Judaism. Like I guess the closest thing would be to uh what are like the God hates fags people, like the Westboro Baptist Church. You know them? Um, okay. so it's like, imagine like the Westboro Baptist church of Christians. So they're like, they're not really representing of Christians, but they're like, they go, we're Christians. And, uh, you know, even though they're like this crazy and yeah. And they do, uh, when they do a circumcision in their mind, they're like, you gotta, uh, like to remove the blood, you have to suck the blood. And then in New York city, uh, some of the rabbis we're giving the fucking kids herpes. Like, so there was like babies getting herpes, like, like a week, two week old baby was getting herpes. And then some of the babies died of herpes. Right. That was actually, that was actually part, that was actually part of my joke. Uh, now that I remember it just came to me, but, um, yeah. So anyways, that was, that first came out. I want to say I was doing that joke. Like it must've been close to 10 years ago. So this must've come out like 12 years ago ish. The first time I'd ever heard of this. Uh, and it was it was from New York because I don't know if they even do it outside of New York. To be honest, it might be specifically like the I don't know if it's the tunneling Jews. It's the same type of Jew, but 
it's some type of Jew here. I don't know where they fucking read that, but uh, anyways, it's very uncommon. And uh, I, I would guess, I mean, it should be illegal. Like it should literally be like really illegal. And I think the city of New York was trying to like get them to stop. But the, the fucking rabbis, like some of these rabbis, they're so like just hard headed. They don't, they're, they live in their just own planet. Like I think Ari, some, I was talking to uh, someone and they were saying Ari Shafir was talking about like the Orthodox Jews here. And, you know, everybody's like the, saying, oh man, they're so strange. And, but he's like, they don't even know you exist. Like they don't think about other people. You might as well be like a lamppost or something or like a dog. They're like, they do not even think about you or consider you. Like they're just like living in their world. So anyways, yeah, they, uh, it, it is fucking crazy. Like it's insane, but, uh, it's quite right. So is it still legal? I believe it is still legal. I think the city of New York, uh, what's it called? Metsizabepe. It's so funny. It comes up right away. Um, I think the city of New York, like if you go, the if you search it, the first thing that comes up is uh, a New York City website. It's nyc.gov, uh, like their health thing. And it's about it. Because like, I don't know if it happens anywhere other than this. But, I mean, again, insane that... I mean, it's probably been going on for a long time. But, yeah, it's... Uh, these rabbis have fucking herpes on their mouth. And then they give babies herpes. It's crazy. It's yeah, I mean, I don't even think the herpes are the, the biggest problem going on there. I I mean, but some of the babies literally die of herpes. It's like, like kids have, like, died... From I guess like if you give a baby herpes, like it's not the same as like getting it when you're twenty or some shit. Like you can die from it. Right. Yeah. So. It, it says that there's some religious authorities consider direct oral suctioning the only acceptable way to draw blood away from the circumcision. What do you think inspired that? <laughs> something like two thousand years ago. I don't fucking know. I mean, it's not something recent, that's for sure. None of this stuff is based... Like, it's the same reason why you can't eat... Jews don't eat pork, or, like, you know... It's because they had, like, trichinosis, because there was no refrigeration, you know, or shellfish, or all that stuff. You're like, yeah, it probably did get you... It probably was, like, a good rule of thumb a thousand years ago, or two thousand years ago, to not eat pork and shellfish, because probably you did get super ill, and just as but now you're like who cares it doesn't matter anymore but you know they don't they don't they're not really adapting with the times you know they like to they're, they're as conservative as it gets in, in that they want to just you know keep whatever they're doing but i have no idea how that where that shit came from again just because i'm jewish i am not a topic on this although i was probably the first comedian to talk about this uh i would say something oh did i lose the audio what's going on here um anyways that that's it though. Uh anyways, yeah, that that's it. Um hello? Yeah, that was my that was my only question. Okay. I've just been wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a call. I wasn't sure if I was having a uh an issue with my audio. But yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Uh I don't know where it came from. Uh I imagine it's if it's ultra orthodox, it's like been happening for a long time, but yeah, it like Still happens. Like here's what here's a here's a thing from the Times of Israel. Uh, Antwerp rabbi files uh, police complaint against six circumcisers who suck blood by mouth. So it happens in Belgium, and I was just in Belgium actually, uh, and they do it there as well. 
And uh, yeah, here's one guy says I've done performed two thousand circumcisions, mostly with Metzizabape. I've had zero issues. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so he was doing the sucking. Uh yeah. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Catholic Church, take some notes. I guess they don't do circumcisions. Um, yeah. I mean, it should be criminal. Like, I don't think there's any case that it should not be a, a criminal thing. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it sounds pretty criminal, but yeah, that was my only question. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Peace out, bro. Later. All right. We got Rafe here. Hello. Yo, Dan Dan. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Well, let me ask you here. Um, um, so it's the Chabad, right? That's doing all this dick sucking. I don't see. No, I don't think so. So Chabad was the ones who were doing the um, the tunnels, which we had. Uh, I think I don't know if Joe the lawyer called in and spoke about the tunnels, but I messaged him and he kind of uh, gave me a pretty adequate explanation as to what was going on with that. No, this is. I don't know which. Again, there's like you know, how like Christianity has five hundred different sects. You know, oh yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, like no, this is just I like know we have the same thing going on. It's. I think this is just like one sect. Like this definitely is not. Uh, yeah, here's even 2002. It's like there's yeah there's like infants getting hospitalized, getting uh, this is from 2020, getting because um, uh, like um, I like travel a lot, but I also spend like a, a autistic amount of time on Google Earth, especially looking at like small villages in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, that's cool. You're you like know, that like, geobolt dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was spending a lot of time on there, just you know, digging around. And uh, every like you know, semi like town has a fucking Chabad center. Yeah, middle of the fucking mountains in the Himalayas, Chabad center. They have, they have, they Down have them there. Middle yeah. of fucking nowhere in Africa, in any of the countries, Chabad center. Like, it's, which is kind of odd because I and get, I, was, I, I was, get that there's was, um like the whatever like the Christian like uh you know like the Mormons and stuff where they go like. Uh, what are they called? Where, where they go to, like, you know, convert everybody in, in Africa and stuff. Um, I'm not positive, but yeah. You, you know what I mean, or whatever. Someone will know in the in the chat or whatever. But, like, Jews are not like that. Like, their Jews are not trying to get new, more Jews. Like, they're, they're not, like... But it, like, with how much, like, I don't, there's so many, like... Mission, they have, like, missionaries. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missionaries. missionaries thanks, guys. That's thanks, yeah, guys. that's the word. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, let's see, Chabad locations worldwide. Yeah, over, yeah over a hundred, yeah, over a hundred. There was one in Fiji. I, okay, so I have the entire map of all the Chabad locations in the world right here. So, yeah, there's, I mean, South Korea has one. There's one in South Korea. There's three in Japan. China has some. Vietnam has one in Hanoi. Cambodia, Ho Chi Minh City. I mean, the thing is, I think if there's ten Jews somewhere, like right. they'll, they'll open one. Like I think right. you just and there are like lots of places where there's just like ten Jews. How many countries also got free uh, taxes on religious shit? Is that a, is that a popular thing in the world? Uh that I don't know. I don't know if that's extended all over the world, but uh, there's one in Newfoundland. Oh, they, they didn't take in, in like Africa I, in Newfoundland. I could see that, but like in Africa, they ain't fucking. They ain't getting t- 
breaks from the government. I mean, whatever government they have. I mean, the thing is, there's like there are Jews, there's African Jews, and there's obviously South African Jews who are just like Dutch, I guess, mostly. And uh, that's what they say the Ark of the Covenant went, but you know. Yeah, but like Uganda has a Chabad house. Uh, Rwanda has one. But I guess, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think these are the kind of things that are just open to the public. Like, let's see what the. I'm trying to open up the Chabad Rwanda website here. It won't even let me open it. It thinks it's like fucking. You brought up. um, It thinks it's like a malicious link. Yeah, yeah. You brought up. um, They were coming to my high school. Cause we had like a, we had a theater program in our high school and we were doing the play about the kid that got, uh, like beat up and like hung up on a fence up in like Montana or like, yeah, that was the boys don't cry or whatever that movie. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. They the were Trevor project or whatever. Yeah. The Trevor project. That's it. The, um, my, uh, my, my, my foot, they were coming to my high school to like protest. And my dad printed up a bunch of like signs in like their format, like same colors, same font and everything. And it would say like, God is a fag. Uh, WBC can eat me. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they ended up not showing up because I'm pretty sure my dad would have gotten arrested for some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So by the way, I'm just looking at, I'm looking at the Chabad in Rwanda right now. And they're essentially missionaries. They're probably all from New York area. And they just are like being kind of picked. They go, you got to go move to Rwanda to like just set up this thing. And I guess they just go live in fucking wherever all over the world. And uh, yeah, so I guess they're kind of like missionaries, but it's just, I don't think they're that open to the public like that. That's what I don't get. So maybe that's because we can't round them all up. Maybe. Yeah. I guess if they spread out, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's what they're thinking. Though. I, 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 hopefully Joe, the lawyer is watching and he can call in and maybe, uh, I'm just, I'm just Josh and also Israel. I'm a Jew. Don't come after me. Yeah. You guys paid for my trip. Yeah, they paid yeah. for a trip for me. To I actually get, never, I, I actually never got that. I never did the, the free, uh, I saw, Sheldon, I mean, Ad- Sheldon Adelson, a great American Patriot. That'll piss some people off. I wouldn't go now. I wouldn't go now. I mean, someone just called in I, from Tel Aviv. Sounds like it's I, fine. He said there wasn't I've seen a single... what that guy's seen, though. They just pull over brown dudes. They're like, yeah, that guy's way too brown, dude. Right. <laughs> Have you lived in Israel? What happened? Have you lived no, in Israel? No, no, no. You just been there, though? No, no, no. No, I went there for like a week and a half, two oh, weeks okay. or something like that. Yeah, I, no, I, I went 19. there for like 10 days when I was in high school. And I mean, I would say like for. Uh, because with all the war stuff and people are like, they talk about the, you know, the right of return. And I'm like, if I had fucking my choice of to move to countries, I don't think Israel would be in my top 20 countries to move to. Um, just I, mean, like, I can think of 20 states that'd be better than Israel. 20 brother. states for sure that are safer <laughs> and everything. But I'm just like, if you like, that's the thing too. Jews know they're like Israeli Jews. That's like a different, like my, I had a friend who used to run this, own this bar in Toronto. It's like a really famous bar, and he's. They were all Jewish. The what's whole, the, what's was, the bar called? Uh, I don't know. A, Actually, a, it doesn't even matter. It, it's the Imperial Pub. Um, I used to run. A oh, the show. Imperial Pub. Yeah, the Imperial yeah. Pub. Yeah, Young and Dundas Square. That. It's it's all Jewish owned. They've owned it for like eighty years. And he, when he was the manager there, he's just like, we don't hire Israelis. He's like, it's just a rule. He's like, we just don't hire. He's, just, he's like, we just won't hire Israelis. That sounds like some dudes I know over here in uh, Ohio and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, they're like, yeah, they yeah. all. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I used to work at a um, uh, fucking not Skull and Bones. Jesus Christ, uh, the rat, the rat and the rodent. They're in. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, the rat like and the rodent. Story bar. I think I think it was. I only worked there for like two months when I was living in New York City. But uh, in New York City or Toronto? Bar. Oh, in New York City. In New York City. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. bars here that well. But it's all Jewish owned as well. Yeah, well, no, it was owned by a half Jewish dude who was from England and his uh, Irish like best friend. Right, right. Yeah, and a lot of the bars here. Just like, yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing about the Imperial Pub, I don't, I don't know if I should be giving away all this information, but whatever. It's called matter, the but... Dead Rabbit. Not, the, I'm, I'm oh, the, mixing up bars. Oh, the, the Dead, Dead Rabbit. Dead Rabbit. But like, they're it's like a world famous bar. Yeah, yeah. For anybody who's bit, lives in Toronto, who's watching the show, like this bar is right. It's right in like the equivalent of Times Square, Young and Dundas Square, or whatever they renamed it again. But uh, the piece of land they're on is worth like tens and tens of millions of dollars. Like they constantly have developers coming in, being like, "Hey, do you want to just sell us your land and just get out of the fucking." bar game and they're like no and they're like the bar like does okay it's not like gangbusters it looks like hasn't been remodeled in 60 years they just like like it but they could just literally take a fucking huge payday and just be done with the bar and they're just none of them want to yeah i mean yeah. that's cool they used to do uh like shows there i've been to that bar like once yeah i i, I ran a show i ran like an open mic there for like three years or something until ryan long got it canceled actually enough what, what did ryan do he didn't do anything actually we kind of rag on him i was i was literally it was when i was shooting that movie filth city and then so people were like handling someone was on stage basically some woman was in a wheelchair and was heckling ryan and then ryan was like kind of just talking shit to her and then she went and complained that like the comedian was mean to her and because she was in a wheelchair the the kid who was like it was like the son he's like the youngest son he's like 20 at the time and he was kind of like very like lean super left and he was just like that's it show's over and just ended it oh god yeah, it, was like, it was like our multi-year <laughs> show just gone like that i'm turning 30 in like four no five days okay. six days happy, and happy uh, early birthday thanks man and um I fucking I, I feel like I'm on the very end of like I'm I'm a millennial technically, and I don't know any other millennials that are like so uptight about jokes and shit like that or like you know a lot of things in general. Yeah. But it's wild seeing like like kids who are like twenty twenty one at the bar right now. Like I got yelled at for saying faggot at a bar on Friday, and I just <laughs> laughed in the dude's face. What, what was it? All face. right, let's hear the context. This is more of a bathhouse call, but while we're here, let's hear it. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm sitting at the bar. I'm like, I'm with, I'm with a chick that I work with and her friend and one of my buddies, and we're sitting like girl guy, girl guy, and then I'm like telling a story about a person who says faggot to me. I'm not, even, I'm not even calling anybody a faggot. Someone called me a faggot. Yeah, and. uh yeah, they're like, man, you look like such a faggot right now in that little hat you're wearing. And I was like, man, the the guy I fucked in the ass last night had that same shirt you're wearing. Okay. And that was like, that was the that was the bit. Mm -hmm. And like, and then the dude like turns over. He's with a chick. He's like caddy corner at like the bar end. Yeah. And he's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, what? I'm like, was I'm he a gay? Was dude. he a gay guy? No, he was straight. I was just, uh, I was kind of putting in a little inflection because I was, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. But he was like, he was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, that, like yeah, that what? is like for some reason, people that will just be kind of like, 
out of context, like a trigger word. Sometimes, like, we'll be saying stuff, like, we'll be, you know, sit, I'll be at a table in a restaurant and we'll be, like, cracking jokes and, like, even using the word wigger. And you're like, man, if you, like, sometimes if you just say that word enough times, you go, man, someone could just, like, slightly mishear that. And then, you know, you got someone in your face and you're like, no, I was saying wigger. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, but I, I would certainly not, uh, I would never approach anybody in public over anything I heard them say, but yeah, I was just like, I was like, dude, what? Like, like, fuck off. dude. <laughs> and what did he do? Leave me alone. He, uh, I, I, he noticed I was, my buddy is the like head bartender and like owner of the establishment. So I was like, I looked at him and then looked at him again. And the, the guy was just like, all right, dude. And yeah. I was like, and then his yeah. girlfriend like looked super embarrassed. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Why are you dating that? And she was hot. <sighs> well, that might have been the that might have been the end of that for him. He might have fucked that one up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. I've been like we like. I see a lot of people who come out to shows and stuff, and obviously like listen to the pods, and they all seem fine. Like I don't know. There, there's obviously I understand it exists an element of like college students where because college students are just naturally more left wing. I think that's just how it is right? you know, I, like i'll be honest right i like i'm I, i'm left wing as fucking can be i'm just kind of pro guns you know exactly it's like um, everybody yeah, has like, like their <laughs> kind of thing that that ends up um you know kind of dragging the fuck who is it recently actually there's someone who's kind of cha- ah, i can't remember it maybe come to me i don't, I don't even want to say but like someone who just like there's this there's all these people who are like these single issues kind of like remove them from their side they go like they'll be like these staunch like left or right wings and then like just one issue that they're so firmly opposed to and then they're like all of a sudden just floating around with no no home anymore from a single thing fuck i can't think of the person but there's someone not not rapaport but rapaport kind of in that sense like you know like it took all it took was israel for rapaport to be like yeah i'll vote for donald trump like what Hey, we, uh, you think Donald? So I, I bought a bunch of Dwack stock. You know what that is? Dwack? Yeah, yeah, like the, uh, yeah, the like the Digital um, World Acquisition Corporation. Digital, yeah, what's that at right now? <clears throat> uh, I haven't checked today. Let me check. Hold on. What's that? Oh, it's at forty dollars. That's surprising. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I bought it like who I bought the it like fuck bought it like wants 15. to own? Truth I bought it at Social. seventeen, um, less than a month ago, and that's just going to be going up because Trump's going to win. Yeah, but is who gonna is going to use Truth Social? I feel so. I'll give well, you. Well, no, the, it's gonna it's gonna turn from Dwack into something else. I can't remember the name. But it just or it the is true. Right but it is Truth Social. Yeah, but these people are retards, and they're gonna throw money at it. No, I understand <laughs> that. I'm just saying, for in terms of actual uh, Truth Social, like it's a besides Donald Trump being on there, like it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, and like, what happens if, like, and this is actually what I wonder about with something like True Social. What happens if he goes, okay, I have to be on Twitter in order to win this election? Does he come back on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought he was already supposed to be back on. I think he's already technically no, he, allowed to be back on no, Twitter. He is, but he's no, not he's, he's been reinstor, reinstated on Twitter and he, uh, he's been reinstated and he tweeted when he had his mugshot. He, he released his mugshot. That was his only, right. that one tweet, and then he left again because I think it's a violation of his deal with uh, True Social and, and DWAC or whatever. Um, but yeah, but people are going to be throwing money at Dwack until he until you know the presidency. It's going to change tickers. 
Uh, yeah, I think right. in April. Right. I think in April, uh, early April, it switches. Oh, okay. I can't remember to what. But uh, yeah, if anyone out there in the in the chat wants to buy some, it would probably be a good time to buy it because it looks like he's going to be winning the you know the uh, the Republican primary. Yeah, it seems like it. Even though they're trying to make Nikki Haley happen, I just I cannot I cannot see that. I, I don't really understand how that's like a who likes Nikki Haley other than I said on the boys cast last week, but other than Democrats who just will take a woman as like a victory and not have to vote for Biden. And they go, okay, like a Republican woman is like basically as good as Democrat Biden. And they just, yeah, right. you know what I mean? They're like, it's cause they're like, well, well it's still a woman. woman. That's like Kamala Harris, basically kind of right. So you go like, look, <laughs> right? yes, I, I got to plug my nose. I got to vote for a Republican, but they're like, she's a woman. So you got to figure she'll be good on like, uh, reproductive rights, which is like the kind of a big issue for a lot of people. And then, uh, so you got to figure like, that's my only thought. I'm like, I don't see a scenario where she even competes, but, um, yeah. Anyways. All right, Rafe, I gotta let you go, pal. Uh, thanks for coming. Later, bro. All right. Peace. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see Nikki Haley. Um, this border crisis thing, this whole, uh, you know, I saw we were not, I saw, but there was this whole, Texas shit going on, and then they were like, "I don't even know what's going on with that." Uh, Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, what's up? We got we through. Yes. Hey, yeah, I just came a little bit late. Yeah, gang. Someone uh, mentioned in the chat that you uh, someone brought up that Europa song. Uh the Europa song. No, the uh, no, no the God. movie. There's a Europa song. Yeah, it's like the documentary about the like replacement of the white people. Uh it's um it's on Rumble. It's like eleven hours. The last yeah, uh, the Europa, I, the last battle or whatever. It's like the dude yeah, who fucking seen, the dude who's like the narrator of it. That's the one thing too. It's like the dude's the narrator literally has like lightning bolts tattooed on his face and shit. Um, you know, I mean, I guess people should be allowed to believe what they want to believe. I mean. Someone in in the chat, like they're someone in the chat said, like they're trying to like take care of their kids, but they wanted you to sound off on. Do you know what the Calegri replacement theory is? No, no. What's that? So this is like the original of. The Can you spell that word? K a l e g r i, and uh, Wikipedia does this thing where uh, they label it a uh, far right. Anti plan. The Kalergi plan. So yeah. this is uh, from Wikipedia. Take with us what you will. The Kalergi plan, sometimes called the Kudenhove Kalergi conspiracy, is a far-right anti-Semitic white genocide conspiracy theory. The theory claims that Austrian-Japanese political politician Richard von Kudenhove Kalergi, creator of the Pan-European Union, concocted a, concocted a plot to mix white Europeans with other races via immigration. Disgusting. The conspiracy is Yuck. <laughs> the conspiracy is most often associated with European groups and parties, but has also spread to North American politics. I mean, I, I don't know if I have too simplistic of a like idea about this, of, about this, like all this stuff. But I, I straight up think if if like Americans were replacing themselves at a rate that was enough to not require immigration, there would be very little immigration. They're just, they're not. That is the issue. Like the main, everybody can complain all you want, but like 
America is not the type of country that's designed to have decreasing populations. It's literally well, maybe, it's, it's, it's a know, house of maybe. cards that requires a constant but gradual increase of the population. It has yeah, to happen. A house of cards. It's a house of cards that celebrates abortion. Like I mean, I'm, half I'm the a, country does. Half the country does. That's I mean, yeah, since I mean, like, since I, I've I'm a I'm a 15 week gone guy. Like yeah, you got 15 weeks to. That's more than enough time. Like, agreed. I, yeah. Agreed. I'm like, I don't think you should. I, I don't believe like the conception thing. And even if it is, you're like, yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not anti-abortion. Um, but like, look, yeah, all the people but, who are mad about the replacement stuff, you're like, look, you had your opportunity. Like, like they've they gave you, it, it, like, if you want to believe in a deep state or whatever powers be, whatever, like, like America, the, the the balls in their court here. Like, you can replace your population yourself but if you're not going to do it then there's only really one other way to do it like i honestly believe like with this border stuff like yeah trump wanted to shut down the border and obviously biden is like just pretending he's doing the opposite of trump because that's just like what you do but you're like still at the end of the day like i think some people at the top don't want to say it the thing the thing is with the immigration is america had a president a most recent one and he says why, like, why can't we get immigrants from nice countries, like Nordic countries, Northern European countries, you know? Yeah. I, look, look, I was just yeah, in like, the Nordic countries. I was just in pretty much all of them, except for Finland. And, and, uh, yes, I, and I don't you, think that many was, of them want to like, move to America. Some of them do. Like, I don't think I they mean, honestly, if they have... Perfect the... thought. Was he wrong about the Aryan race? Was he wrong? I mean, some good looking folks in Scandinavia. I will, I will concede that. Although it's expensive as hell in in like Denmark and Norway and Sweden. I could not believe how expensive. Apparently, I mean, we didn't go to Finland. Apparently Finland has a 25% sales tax, flat sales tax, 25% Mm -hmm. on fucking anything. That is insane. But like, again, I don't, if you straight up said, hey, every single person, first off, the population of all four of those places combined, I don't think would even really put a dent in America. Like, well, I I mean, women can, you know, 27 million people. Okay. All of Scandinavia, that's uh, Denmark, Norway, and Sweden is. Uh, yeah, I, I love. I love twenty million. Like, twenty million people. I, I I love the place. I've been to Copenhagen. I've been to Thailand. Yeah, I've yeah, but I'm just saying, Venice. like, for this idea where you go, hey, like, we can get better, quote unquote, more desirable immigrants. You're like, no, you can't. Like, there's it, it, one year of getting all those eligible people, and like, there'd be nobody left to crawl from that like location. If you gave everybody in Scandinavia, you go, hey, you can move to America tomorrow. Like no questions asked. We're just taking Scandinavians. We just want Scandinavians for whatever reason. Like, yeah, maybe you get a million people. Not that much. And then, and then, what about next I mean, year? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, what is it? it? Yeah, I just I guess this is like reflective on like the whole thing of like, oh, like women should not be relegated to thinking about like being mothers or whatever. Or um, yeah, just like don't have children or only have one kid and then yeah. forget about this. No, I mean, look, China had a policy about it that's then, backfiring in their face too. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels horribly, but like when motherfuckers talk about the over, like this theory, this so-called theory of overpopulation, overpopulation is a 
is a dumb person well, theory. I, that is a absolute. Yeah, if you believe, if you truly go drive around, kill yourself. Like, like yeah, not even like that. The problem. Go fucking go to any major city in America, and then just drive for two hours and tell me that there's a population problem. Yeah, maybe the major cities in America are overpopulated. Go to Canada. Canada, like you go to Toronto, you could be in the sticks in thirty minutes. Like the absolute bush in 30 minutes. Like there is not a, a issue with the lack of space. There's a lack of resources, certainly. Like Canada had, they added a million people to a country of 40 million people. You're like, those people have to live somewhere. I don't know if they're having a million new homes coming online. I guess it wouldn't be a million. But Bro, you know y'all I mean? have like, a whole empty tundra. Y'all have an ice desert. Go shove them up there. Ice Let's desert? All these- Are you kidding? Dude, they could go an hour north of fucking Winnipeg and it's barren. Like, like. Nah, 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 nah. nah two nah, hours north of, two these, hours north of Toronto? Coming from the, empty. All these people, all these people coming from the equatorial parts of, of the world. Yeah. That I want them. You ever seen that funny video? It's like this African immigrant who's like yelling. He's like, I think he's stuck in like a snowstorm or a blizzard in like New York. And he's just like. Walking out of his job, he's like, "No, nah, fuck this, I'm leaving." He's like, it, "It is too cold here. I cannot live here." Sure, like, but also that guy, I, I don't know what he does, but you're like, again, if you're in America, you can go to California, you can go to Florida. Like there are warm places, and you have not left America. Whereas, like Canada is just there's nothing but cold, and then there's more cold. But you know, there's no in between. But anyways, I because I'm not anti-immigrant. I'm pro. I mean, literally, I'm not from America. Um, my parents are not from Canada. I'm pro. I'm very much pro-immigration, but, uh, you know, I, I don't agree that, like, with what's going on with the southern border, it sucks for Texas, but I honestly it, think they're letting it happen because there's people who understand a reality that some people just do not want to uh, either think about or address, or it's just people are contrary to that, but you're like, they need more people in this country. They need more people in every country, uh, 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 but they just need bodies. My, my... My most compassionate argument against letting in all these illegal aliens is that they're going to be forced to be around white people. Yeah. And anytime a somebody who is not white is around somebody who is white, the non-white person experiences racism and <laughs> hatred. And like that's you know what? Such a I, good I, I will go as far as say that and, the people and who I are... think and I think if and I think if white people don't have to be forced around non-white people. There'll be so much less racism. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Like, the people who are coming in through the southern border, if you ask them their top 15, 10 issues they're worried about, none of them are going to be the racism they're about to deal with. None of them care. I don't think that's, like, a problem that they even think about. That they're, like, when they're fucking walking, you know, through, like, barbed wire or whatever, that they're like, you know, we might encounter some racism here. They're probably like leaving the shittiest fucking uh, circumstances that are pretty imaginable. Um, yeah, and anyways, I, no, no, it's undeniable. Yeah, they, they come from shithole countries the same way I did. Yeah, exactly. Then it back like they're, they're like they're the only ones who can fix it. Like because here's the thing: America has tried to like attempt to fix political issues in other countries. Since like the nineteen since nineteen fifty four, mm-hmm. it has not been working out well. Like, no, not for lack of, they, not they, for lack of trying. Like, but... I don't like communism. I don't like communism, but it's like, hey, you should have let all these people try out communism 
and had to fail hard as fuck. Well, I mean, you go to Miami, like, go to Miami, all those Cuban dudes, they're all all far, they're not far right, but they're, all the Venezuelans, like, they're not going to vote for Joe Biden in a second. They're like, we'll vote whatever conservative candidate you give us, we will vote for, because we just want whatever is the farthest thing from whatever that fucking was that we just escaped from. Yeah, and then the other, the last thing I want to bring up is, y'all, we're talking about Christ, uh, sects of Christianity earlier. Yeah. I just want to throw my two cents on opinion. I mean, I'm not Orthodox Christian of any sort, but I think Eastern Orthodox Christians had it figured out. You know, let your priests, you know, be able to marry, not be fucking kids. And it's just, oh, they're all Eastern Europeans and Balkans. Like, yeah, that's just them. Let them be, you know, grimy people of their own time. Yeah. I mean, again, with the whole like thing, you know, when you have like any scale of anything, if you have a million priests, like, but it's like, if you have a million priests, yes, some of them are going to be murderers. Some of them are going to diddle kids. If you're like, just once you hit a certain mass of any number of anything, you're just like, yeah, there's, there's going to be bad apples. It's just how it is. Yeah. And then, uh, the one thing that before I hang up, yes, the tall mood, like, so like my whole Instagram feed, like there's some fucking, dude watching my shit and trying to like program and push me hateful stuff sorry i'm gonna have to say i don't believe that but oh well whatever. i don't i don't think no, uh, wait, wait are you trying to say that instagram is radicalizing you yeah so they're giving me like all these channels which is like if you look through the channel you're like this looks like some motherfucker working for the feds is just having fun like yeah. I want that job. I wish I could have a job making fake, super, just like. But there, uh, it's all these channels that showing like the Talmud, and they're like listing all the like fucked up shit that's written and printed verbatim. Yeah. And then if you do read it, it almost sounds like everything that uh, the SEC and all the banking laws are written into. You think all like, the, how they, it comes from the Talmud? I mean, like, how they excuse. The Talmud excuses yourself from committing sins that are, you know, oh, you can't eat pork, but if it's less than 63%, you know. Right. I mean, I think a lot of the legal. Yeah, I've heard a lot of the Western legal system or stuff sound comes from, I don't know, stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, mean, how many universities have like the seven, uh, the seven candle menorah and used I mean, what? Like, it says Veritas in Hebrew on the Harvard logo. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Uh, it says in yeah. Hebrew. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, Slav. Thanks, dude. I'm sure I'll Later. be talking to you tomorrow night on the bathhouse. Uh, just that was Slav, everybody. Just another just another, another uh, reminder that going forward, once... I don't know why I'm holding a fork. I was eating Chipotle. If you're wondering why I've been holding a fork, it's I like it. I found it on the table, and it's kind of like, remember Bill Clinton or Obama? They had the pen. You can kind of like, you, you talk better with the, like, you can do this, but if you put a fork in your hand, it for some reason, I know it's, all right, we got a call. Hello. Hey, Danny, what's going on? What is happening? Who am I singing with? What's happening? This is Charlie from Florida. How Charlie from Florida. How you doing, man? Yeah, man. I just wanted to ask a couple things. Um, one, do you think like it's going to be <clears throat> become a thing for people to start jumping on stage at comedy shows? 
So I was with, are you referencing the Mark Norman thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was with Mark Norman the next day. Uh, and obviously everybody was like, what was that about? I think it's come out though, that it was just, it was a publicity stunt for, uh, publicity stunt. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. yeah. So anyways, I, I'm pretty sure this has been, this information has been, um, released. If not, sorry, Mark. <laughs> Uh, but, but I'm pretty sure it, it has, uh, come out right. that it was, um, a publicity stunt for the new Mr. And Mrs. Smith movie on Amazon. I don't. Oh, so wow. here's the thing. And so, and I hope I don't get him in trouble, but I'm sure it won't. Cause whatever. But, uh, basically some comp, it was like a big production. They like rented out the club and then he like, he was just like, yeah, they just told me something's going to happen. But, uh, you know, like, I didn't know what. And then basically just, like, that happened. But he's, like, it was after he had almost done a full hour. So he's just, like, I was just doing, you know, my set. And then that kind of ha- that kind of happened. And, uh, yeah, basically. It like, seemed like that. And then someone who filmed it, like, it went viral. But, like, they, the company who does that, like, that's what they work with is they do these, like, viral stunts or whatever. And then I guess it's just... Uh, for that i guess oh, wow. so anyways yeah. but i'm pretty sure i hope i'm hope i'm not giving anything away but i'm pretty sure like it's already been this information has been kind of yeah cause it just seemed like the clip what it seemed like the uh, club owner or whoever came out was like really kind of freaked out it seemed like uh they wanted everybody in the audience <clears throat> to leave at so that was all right. part of them the interesting thing is that was all part of them getting this viral clip but like i guess the whole thing is they were supposed to release it like the production was supposed to release it, but I think the clip that actually went viral was just some random person released it. But then I guess if you, because uh, here's the thing: like n- normally you wouldn't be allowed for twenty people to whip their phones out at a show like that, you know? Yeah. Like there were so many people recording it. But anyways, like apparently it went viral from just one of the people who was in the audience. That that's how it happened. Why does my fucking phone keep ringing? Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. it, it kind of seems like, you know, that'd be crazy if somebody, if people just start thinking like, oh yeah, I'll just get on stage and get like a, get something out of it, you know, just, uh, whatever. <clears throat> Hopefully that doesn't become like something that catches on, but <laughs> right. No, no, no. That was like, like it was a whole, there was a whole like plan production and all that stuff. Uh, right. hopefully not. I mean, here's the thing, a normal comedy club, if you did that. Like most comedy clubs, someone is gonna fucking come grab your ass, and unless you're a chick, because if you're a chick, it's a different thing right. to deal with. Because one, you're like, look, if there's a woman comedian on stage and a guy gets on stage, like I that would be kind of threatening. I could see that. And if a guy's right. on stage and like another guy got on stage, like I would think if a guy comes on stage, like I might have to fight him. That's what I would be thinking for sure. Um, sure, yeah. But like. If it's a dude comes on stage, like most comedy clubs, someone will rush up there and pull that dude off. Because, like, again, like, as crazy as the whole thing is, you're like, it's ruining the show. Like, there's a bunch of people there who paid, like, good money to watch the show, and the show's getting ruined. Yeah. You know? Of so, course. yeah. So, I don't, I hope not. I hope this doesn't, not sort of <laughs> any trend, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Uh, the other thing was, um, <clears throat> I wanted to, like, just, do you think like is it kind of annoying to you like the whole extremes thing about how with conspiracies especially like it's like they all everything is real or everything is fake thing like there's no like in between do you notice that like with 
like most people when they believe like one thing they have to believe like <clears throat> it's almost like they have to believe everything is fake yeah i mean the thing is some people are yeah th- there is this kind of in some people where they go you know you can't fool me uh you know you're not gonna fool me kind of thing and then they take right. that to the extent where they go everything's bullshit and you're like well you're like if you think everything's fake then I think you've gone too far because there's a lot of things that are not fake. I mean, the whole point is being able to discern the fake ones from the from the real ones. Right. Um, well, they'll go from, you know, oh, there's some corruption in <clears throat> in power to, well, you know, the world, the earth is flat. There's no moon. The moon doesn't exist. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, of course. For sure. I mean, and some people go that route. Some people, they just they continue if, you know, if you kind of think everything's bullshit and you just kind of keep going down that path and then eventually i mean it kind of makes i mean whatever like if it's a fun thing the problem is when people start like being like yeah literally you know like i got a guy coming on next week about the moon landing hoax i don't believe that the moon landing was a hoax i don't think i don't think it's a zero percent chance though uh sure yeah right but uh anyways yeah I, i i know what you mean and then a lot of times people will use like you know, like CNN for example, or MSNBC will be like, "Hey, you know these," like they'll they'll use basically being like, "Oh, these are conspiracy theorists," to essentially say anything that these people are saying is, uh, like, wrong because they're quote unquote conspiracy theorists, and they'll go, "Look, some of them believe that the Earth is flat," and then, but then they'll say that to downplay like the Russia collusion thing. You're like, "No, that did happen." They're like, like that was that was right, right. a conspiracy theory, like that you guys were touting that ended up being bullshit, like the Russia collusion, all that nonsense or whatever. Like, but they would have said, "Oh, these are just conspiracy theorists," you know, when in fact they were the conspiracy right. theorists. Like I, I saw on Twitter, there was actually somebody that said um, they were like saying, "Like, if the world is round, how come the people on the other side of the world are standing on the ground and they're not flying in outer space?" Like, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I've heard. I mean, we had Flat Earth Dave on the show, and man, I don't know if he's worth bringing back. I would have another Flat Earther on because, like, they are funny to me, but there's a zero percent chance that you will change my mind about that. That is like, like, like gravity. A lot of a lot of people like forgot about gravity. You know, like if you throw something up and falls down, obviously that's why. I know? bet you that they. Some people think gravity is not real. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you kind of just, I'm sure there's flat earthers who are watching right now who are like, yeah, you guys are fucking bunch of rubes. Believe that the <laughs> spherical earth. Right. So, you know, I that's mean, it though. That's, yeah. uh, that's all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, that everything, you know, it's like, it's like there can't be like just a smidgen of truth possibly within some of these things, but like you could take anything to the extreme. Yeah. You know? But like there, look, there are conspiracy theories that are true that sure, do become yeah. true. There are currently conspiracies that are happening in the world. Like there are conspiracies. Right. People make theories about said conspiracies, AKA conspiracy th- theories, but there are conspiracies like no question. There are groups of individuals who come together to, do things, I guess. And I think it's the definition of a conspiracy. Like sometimes it's, you sure. know, they, they don't let that information out. And so then people kind of get a hint of it. Then it becomes a theory, I guess, until proven correctly, which does happen as well. So, or it's like if somebody just starts at one point and then they circumnavigate the globe, they obviously come back to where they started. But <laughs> they, you know, that's another way to yeah, prove it. I right? wish the one thing I wish I asked 
Flat Earth Dave. I think I've said this before. Was because he said I don't know if you saw that episode or you know much about Flat yeah, Earth Dave. But remember, so he goes, "There's like all these resources that are on the outside of like the ice wall," and he goes, "There's these like ships that are like on radar and they like go oh, out." I think. To- Remember, and he was like, they, there's like oil and sh- there's just like all these resources, but there's like off the map. And I'm like, why can't they fly there? Because he goes, there's ships. And I go, he's like, there's all these ships. And I go, why don't they fly there? That, but I didn't think about what that until. It's like, what if Flat Earth Dave is just, what if, is he just like a big troll and he's doing this all for his own for fun? I mean, not to slag off Flat Earth Dave, but Flat Earth Dave has a lot invested in uh, continuing the Flat Earth thing. (laughs) He makes a lot. He has 100,000 paid subscribers on his Flat Earth app. Flat Earth Dave, (laughs) you could literally put Flat Earth Dave in a fucking rocket ship, fly him out as far as possible, do a loop around the Earth, and he would still not publicly admit that the earth is round because you're like if flat earth if the flat earth app guy is like this is bullshit well then what's he gonna do now (laughs) it's funny i know but it's true it's like oh god that's fucking hilarious so yeah yeah well uh listen uh keep doing the shows with ryan you guys are hilarious thank you appreciate it man take care man later yeah um all right, Zach, call back. I saw Zach's been trying to call me. Uh, Zach was the one who told me about that guy, Brian Tuahi. Oh, not him. Hello. You are on Low Value Mail. What's up, Danny Jokes? How's it going? Who am I speaking with? You're speaking with Vincent from New Jersey. Vincent from New Jersey. Oh, Zach, I see him calling back. Try again. Uh, how's it going, Vincent? Are you the one? Are you the Vincent from uh, the chat? I am the Vincent from the chat, aka nice. the Brickishaw. The Brickishaw. Well, thank you for uh, for the. Uh... Oh, actually, you know what? You just reminded me. I'm going to give away some uh, some channel memberships. I think they let you give them away now. I don't. Know. Yeah, they don't let me give them away. Five no, well, they said that they. Myself. Yeah, they said that they would let them. I got an email from them saying that they would give them away. And then it's a little fucking weird. I could buy a membership for myself for 99 cents, but if I want to buy yeah, you can only give away the $5. People, yeah. It's weird. They only let you give away the it's $25. <laughs> I know. And I appreciate you, man. But yeah, they only let you give no, away. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, for some reason they only let you give away the ones and, but the, I got an email specifically saying I could give away 10 a month. Like I could buy one for myself for, well, they're different tiers. I guess they're technically because I'm like they're different tiers of members. I don't know. I think there's some extra yeah. features for the five dollars stuff. Like you get all the all the access to whatever. It's, a, it's, it's whatever. It's, it's fucking shit. YouTube, it's, man. It's yeah, not so, you. So. Yeah, I know. I know. Um. Anyways, what's up, Vincent? How's you going? Uh, what's up? I don't know. I I want to start this off by saying I'm not claiming to be a smart man in any way. Okay. Um. You guys are all talking about a lot of kind of serious shit as far as Israel and flat earth and all that. I'd rather keep it light. Yes, let's keep it light. Um, I was going to come into the city last night. You were at the Grizzly Pair, right? Uh, I actually, no, I didn't go to that. Uh, for oh, some no reason, shit. All right, I'm good. glad I'm you so did. I'm glad I didn't come. Oh, man. 
Honestly, I'll say this. If you ever want to come see me live do stand-up, literally message me just in case. Because, like, for some reason, they put me on that show. It was on Monday at midnight. was on that show. I'm like, I'm not going to that. Yeah, you're the only fucking person I wanted to. Come yeah, I'm to. like, I'm and not going into the city. Those was, shows get canceled and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to. The only way I would ever do that yeah. is if I was on like, if I was on the 10 p.m. show, and then they're like, you can go. I'll go like last on the 10 p.m. and then like first on the 12 o'clock, so I could do like two in a short period. But like, I'm not just going to the city. Right. Either. Like, that's not a great spot. That's like, yeah. That, that's like I'm, I'm going not, to like, stick around and shit. I'm not familiar with that place at all, but I know like. They were advertising like Richie Redding was on the ten o'clock show. Yeah, and Richie Redding would have. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, fuck it. I'll drive from New Jersey and pay, you know, fucking sixty dollars in tolls and go park in New York for to go see two comics I want to see and right. eight comics that I've never yeah, heard of." Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Vincent. One second. I see some stuff yeah. in the chat. Please, everybody, only moderate spam. I don't know if there's uh, stuff. The point of the mods is only to delete uh, spam. Just, I don't know. I see some sort of conversation. Anyways, continue. Continue there, Vincent. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm very glad to hear that you. Yeah, didn't yeah, show, yeah. That that would have been like I would not go on. Like, if you're gonna go on a Monday, I mean, if you're gonna go on a Monday night, the best show to go to is Frantic at the Stand. because uh, it's one, it's a free show. And you can see like a lot of really good comedians. It's not far from the Grizzly Pair. It's like five minutes away. No, I know. Like, are you on every Monday? No, but I'm on occasionally. But those are uh, not always on the lineup. They're just but, so uh, like checking checking these comedy clubs websites really isn't. Sometimes it is. Me. Sometimes it's it's not always, but usually it, it's pretty accurate. But like comics, sometimes uh, you know don't show up, or sometimes they'll be like double booked and stuff. So, uh, yeah, you, you want to kind of somewhat right. some, somewhat be flexible that you may not see the person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I you know I've I in looking at the stands website, I don't see you on there. Yeah, I, I'm on there occasionally, yeah, um, from time to time. I do, like, probably maybe one or two spots. But some of the spots I get there are, are last minute, too. Like, they'll just message me. Anyway, I'm trying to get you to fucking come out to Jersey, so I sent them I was to Oh, uh, I, I was going to. Have you ever been to, to the, do, the dojo? Have you ever been to there? Uh, no. You know what? I think I, I went there once a few years ago. So I might, if I'm in town, uh, I might. Sam Tripoli's going to be there uh, early. That's his place, right? Yeah, it's his place or kind of his place-ish. He's going to be there early yeah, right. March. And uh, okay. he, he's going to be there early March. And they're doing like the Grifty Awards or whatever that that guy like Hotep Jesus does. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, uh, I've, I've heard of it. I don't really I know Hotep Jesus or whatever. Anyways, uh, there's a good chance I'll be yeah. there in uh, for one of those one of those uh, shows. So, All I, right. I think there's a show, but anyways, um, and then I'm at Brooklyn Comedy a lot. Brooklyn Comedy Club is in, in on Bedford is the one that like you can catch me at pretty often. Brooklyn Comedy Club where? In Brooklyn? It's on. Where it's you... in. It's in Williamsburg. It's uh. It's called Old Man Hustle yeah. Brooklyn Comedy Club. Yeah, for for you, yeah, it's probably yeah, a I, bit of a hike. For me, I still feel like that's me coming into the city, and every time I come into the city, I get in some kind of fucking trouble. So I'm yeah, kind of rather avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be probably at some point. I was just talking to the guy at the dojo, but I'll I'll do like a headlining night there at the dojo at some point. Have you done the Stress Factory in New Brunswick? 
I have never done the stress factory. No, uh, I would. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I've never met Vinny, so I don't know. Although I, I've heard his his pranks are fucking insane. Um, his what? His pranks. The pranks. He does? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at the fucking Instagram, it's just filled with him pranking. It's so funny like, though, because his pranks yeah. are so insane. Like people he's who are like, coming there paying to see a show, and yeah, he'll fuck with them like, and be like, "He's just like, you can't come in." Like, oh, what? you bought a, you bought, you bought two tickets, but you didn't buy a two top, so we're gonna have to seat you separately and all this other bullshit. Yeah, like, like all these is like weird, and they're like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Yeah. He goes, "Gotcha." Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not not funny though. He, yeah, he no, I, I've heard he's a, for like I've a heard long he's a, time. I've heard he's a killer. I mean, he's been doing comedy there. I heard for like forty years or something. Yeah, no, he does. He he's pretty fucking good as like an opener and yeah, whatever, yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I've been meaning to get out there. Maybe I'll I'll shoot him a message and I'll see if I can make. I mean, work. I don't think it's that far from you. You could probably come there, and make a you know, yeah, yeah, little. Yeah. Little chunk of change and then yeah, go yeah. the fuck home. Yeah, whatever. But well, I will. Uh, we I will need... put that. I will put that on my list, Vincent. I'll, I will uh, put, put it on up. your list. And we need more people. If there's anybody else in Jersey, yeah, fucking message the Stress Factory. Put them on Instagram or send them. Yeah, email Matt, li- that them. is honestly the best thing you do. Just go on Instagram, just message me like, hey, I want to yeah. see this guy. The, they they responded back to me within twelve hours and was like, oh, we take all of our patrons request seriously so all right well, be looking in the upcoming months but okay. i don't know how fucking booking works yeah it's weird it's like sometimes you just message sometimes you got to know something it's all a whole it's a whole thing but anyways i will try for you vincent yeah. and for the fine people of new brunswick new, is it new brunswick uh it's in new brunswick new brunswick is a fucking shithole though. It's oh, okay a fucking nice you know what i do sometimes actually I, I don't know if that's far are you far from rutherford um, probably about forty minutes. Okay, because Rutherford, there's this place called the Williams Center. Uh, oh, that's where Bananas is too, right? I don't know about that, but I do shows occasionally there. There's this like big theater called the Williams Center that just reopened after like a long time, and they do a bunch of comedy stuff. And I do shows there from time to time. Um, just right. like, spots on these shows, but anyways, I'll 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 post all this stuff once I know. Uh, all right, Vincent. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I had a second question. Let's hear the second question that you were concerned about. Which I've been seeing on the uh, Patreon chat. There's more than one person concerned. Where the fuck is Chad? Where is Chad? 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 Where's the light switch at? So, Chad, that's a good question, actually. He called in uh, either... I think he called into the last open lines. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's... Just, you know, people's kind of, I mean, I'm like that with shows where you kind of come and kind of come and go and come back. So I, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't called in. And uh, my, my girl actually asked the same thing. She goes, we're having a chat. But I'm like, he did call in, like, I want to say on the last Open Lines episode, which would have been like a month ago. So, okay. yeah, he's around. But uh, I mean, he used to call in like every episode. I think once I switched the format, like, I, I honestly think I lost half of the original viewers from not to say that that was Chad, but a lot of like when I switched the format over to guests, uh, I, I did lose a lot of like, a lot, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, that's kind of not exactly the show that I like. But, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like I never, I never watched the boys cast or anything. I've been watching it lately and okay. I like it. I yeah. love it. But how I found you was 
when you got fucking war mode on low value mail. Oh, okay. Because nice. I'm I'm always into war mode, so yeah, when something yeah, war yeah. mode pops up, I was like, oh, war mode on low value mail. Let me check this out. And nice. Then, yeah, war mode's the since, shit. Let's go to the. Since then, yeah. Since then, I've been watching, and then then after that, found like your other fucking call and show the bathhouse. That shit is ridiculous. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So fun. Thank you. Thank you. It's so much fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I love the bathhouse. I honestly. And I don't know. I I like if I can call in there and nobody's going to take me seriously. That's what I'm looking that's, for. That's that, I mean? that is the show. If I can if I can call in and call Karen Fisher a dirty slut and have <laughs> fucking Karen Tommy Fisher. hang up on me. Yeah, yeah. You, you mix Corinne and Karen Fian, but yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean they're both dirty sluts. Well, no, whatever. I, I love them both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, yeah, I yeah. Could, if I could talk to if I could talk to Karen, uh, whatever the Fian? fuck her name is again, and apologize, sure. I would say. I got her confused for the other one. <laughs> nice show like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, that was the idea with the bathhouse. And I don't know. I just like talk radio. That's, that's all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to just make talk radio great again on the Internet. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome, man. I don't want to keep you forever. Cool. I have other shit for uh, the bathhouse. All there. right. Well, then we'll hear you tomorrow. We got a good lineup. Actually, tomorrow we got uh, who do we have tomorrow? I actually know the lineup because I've been trying to make a point of booking it in advance. So that's... when you get column back on there, uh, column, uh, we have tomorrow, Doug Urim, Robbie Goodwin and Wolfgang Hunter. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, column. I don't know. Column was on recently. He was on, I just like a lot of people. I just book, like if I see that they're on at the stand, then I'll try to be like, Hey, yeah. If on. they're on Wednesdays, it's like, all right, well, exactly. Here, like, so are you there you. already? So I, I always try to leave one right. slot open, but sometimes I do book it. It just, that's how it goes. Um, all right. Cool. Vincent. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Go ahead. Talk to somebody else. Peace. Uh, thank you. Vincent, everybody. Um, yes. MTGRA merch. Make talk. What's the G? Okay, here's Zach. Zachary. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, how you doing, Dan? Good. Very good. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm glad you're having that NFL um Rider on. I'm having who? Are you? Are you the, the rider I showed you about the NFL being rigged? I'm trying. He's like, literally, I wanted to have him on before the Super Bowl because I'm like, that would be great. Yeah, and he can, yeah. he like can't ever do Tuesday nights. He's just like, Tuesday nights are so bad uh, for him. So, does he need, need payment? Can, can, we, can I pay him to come or something? I mean, you can message him and ask him, but his main issue yeah. is he's just like, his schedule is just like Tuesday nights are not really uh, an option for him, unfortunately. So, I'm like, just tell me when you can come on. He said he might be able to do the weekend after the Super Bowl. So, oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's whatever, bro. But um, I was going to say, um, I feel like both sides kind of fall for psyops a lot. Okay. Like, uh, whether liberal or, uh, you know, conservative, because, like, for conservatives, I saw it for, like, do you remember the McDonald's lawsuit, a uh, hot coffee lawsuit? Of course. It's a historic. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that was actually McDonald's trying to, like, reduce torts to, like, um, you know, to reduce damages payouts. Like, the coffee was 30, 30 degrees hotter than normal, and it gave her third degree burns. Like, she admitted she spilled it. But she just wanted medical bills for her. Yeah, she wanted, like, she literally wanted, like, a 10 grand or something. Yeah, 20 grand for, like, her medical bills, and that's all. 
Yeah. And then Seth MacDowell's countersuiter. Then right. even they had, they had then they had like eight hundred cases before that where they were like uh, already paying out. So it's crazy that they even tried. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, it, with the climate stuff, like I know fossil fuels are needed, and like we you know for energy we need for our car, modern life we obviously need them, but like and they like they they obviously affect human health. I don't know how much climate change is real, and the models have been off. Like, what do you think about that? Climate, I mean, I find it hard to believe that there's zero human impact on the climate. Uh, right. I find it like that just seems unlikely that there's none. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But I also think that climate fluctuates Alarmist. regardless, regardless if people were here or not. Like, climate does fluctuate. I'm not in like the, yes. I'm not in the doomsday camp where we're like we're fucking. I'm, dead. Not, I'm less in the doomsday camp more. I mean, I don't like, see like like if we can make changes, uh, like, like if you can make some minor changes nuclear, that'll pay. Yeah, and if you can make some changes that are like, hey, you know what? It's we're just hedging our bets more than anything, but it's not yeah. at the expense of a ton of people. But like the fact that at the end of the day, like India is not going to stop burning fossil fuels because america know, is so well off you're like, yeah, like like we're trying to be like oh hey america look look how like hey india like you know it's bad and you're like well you you, you guys already got to do that and you know advance well, your my, economy my main, we're doing it now too no and that's that's fair they're going to do that my 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 main concern with the fossil fuels is actually health-wise like you, you know plastics are phytoestrogens or they like affect your like uh hormones yeah yeah and i like uh they say they, like i don't know just all the health effects from it is what concerns me more than like the total like i think that's what they should argue more yeah i mean i know like people talk about the microplastic stuff and that that's like yeah microplastic yeah i feel like man so, sometimes it feels like all this stuff's like unavoidable like uh, how are you supposed to avoid this stuff you just like fucking go move into a bunker or some shit like you just run from everybody. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, like my girl's like all spooked on plastics now. She's like, oh, we can only drink at a glass. But you're like, it's not that conv- like, yeah. plastics convenient is the problem. It's Bro, super I'm convenient. All too. I, like, I'm with her. Yeah. I like, here's the thing. I'm on a lot of this stuff where I go, yeah. Like we would just watch some documentary on Netflix, which is kind of actually a shitty documentary, but all about uh, yeah. how meat is bad and all this stuff and. I'm just oh like, yeah, that's like vegan propaganda. Yeah, that was literally that. That's actually yeah. what I thought when I was watching it. This is like legitimately yeah. vegan propaganda. Um, and uh, but but I don't know. There's like I feel like you can make incremental changes, but you know you're bombarded all day with just like hey these everything in your life is killing you, and you're like okay I don't know what to do about. That. I know, I know it's just if I want you want to read the news. Um, what what do you think would be like the best energy plan, like nuclear or like? I like uh, yeah, I, I'm pro nuclear. Like I think nuclear is yeah. is great, and I think uh, like I'm not super super well informed about energy stuff. I wanted to have Alex Epstein on. I don't know if you know him. He, no, uh, he's like a big like uh, fossil fuel guy. Essentially saying like you know he he's he's um, in favor of kind of like greener options, but he's just like, people are delusional if you think you can just get rid of fossil fuels. And so he's basically like a yes, pro, yes, pro fossil fuel, but also like pro environment guy, I guess. And then I just got to follow up. And the problem is he sent me, 
He goes, you, I'll send hear, you, you can hear Rick Hold though. That's the only one I would want to get rid of. Yeah, but he goes, I'll send you my book. He goes, if you read my book, I'll come to your show. But then the book was like 400 pages. And I'm like, I guess you're not going to do my show then. <laughs> like, it's a long ass book. Uh, I don't want to like him quizzing me on it. Um, I, I mean, uh, I guess I could read it and like send you cliff notes. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll follow up with them because I'm, I'm booking some guests anyways. But yeah, I don't know. I don't the energy thing. I I don't know. I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure we'll figure it out. I don't know. I don't know if this is like too much of, of just like an idiot kind of um, yeah. What if we know any prescription to be like? Yeah, I don't know. There's smart people dealing with this. Like they'll figure it out. I'm I can't contribute to anything other than. Well, people say they're wrong about COVID, but like in like October 2020, like the Great Barrington Declaration, like the heads of all the Ivy League said lockdowns were wrong. Yeah, I mean, we were just in Sweden, and you know, there, there, they didn't lock down shit. And although I do remember everybody, you know, I'm trying to actually have. Um, I was just talking to him, but I can't nail him down. Is Jay Bhattacharya? at Stanford. So I've been talking to him and he, he said he'll come on the show. Uh, no way. Yeah, but we just can't get a date kind of because he like is an actual teacher at Stanford. And because of the time difference, it's like I think he literally like teaches classes. Um, so but anyways, no, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. But yeah, the COVID, the COVID stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's I don't know about the energy thing. I, I don't really know, to be honest. Like, or uh, no, I'm saying with COVID, like the whole time there are papers coming out saying like the masks weren't working, like and like the lockdowns weren't working, but the you know the companies who profited off the lockdowns were pushing uh, what they wanted to push. I mean, if you want to go watch a really interesting, um, really interesting like uh, primer about like the corruption in, in a lot of the COVID stuff, go watch um, Bill Gurley. He's a really mm-hmm. famous, he's like one of the most famous investors. Uh, and he gave this speech about, regu- this is, go go Google Bill Gurley regulatory capture. It's 36 minutes. It's fucking amazing. Like he breaks down all the graft and the grift and just absolutely all the corruption in the medical profession. And you'll, after you watch this thing, you'll be like, oh man, they're just. Did you see the paper of uh, uh, about them uh, doing a, um, uh, well, uh, what's the term? Um, modifying the gene of the of SARS COVID one uh, in, in in a lab in Wuhan in 2015. No, but uh, I didn't. There's li- I there's li- there's literally a, there's literally a paper that 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 says the ethics the ethics of uh, modifying uh, or what uh, what's the official term? I don't know, like SARS CoV one or whatever. I don't I don't know. No, I'm talking about when they modified the modified the, uh, the virus to uh, to study it. Oh, know, like the bio, gain of function. Uh, gain of function, yeah. Yeah. So it was like it was like ethics of gain of function, and it it said SARS-CoV-1 uh, infected humans um, are, uh, and it, uh, it was just an, an article uh, questioning uh, what, whether this would cause an outbreak of. Uh, I mean, disease. it's fucking crazy that they haven't done yeah. like some really like wide scale congressional investigation to like actually determine the. Well, I mean, like, like like the actual origins where they like agree yeah. upon where they go. This is where it came from. Not like. Maybe. I mean, did you see how much they stole from the PPP alone? Dude, do you? Does I mean you're probably younger? You are younger than me, but like, 
I don't know if people remember the kind of like hearings they did when there were steroids in baseball, but if they just did that for COVID, oh, yeah. like they, yeah, no, yeah. Like steroids in baseball versus fucking like trillions of dollars. Well, there's just like, this was a way bigger thing. And they're like, they, I feel like they treated steroids. Yeah. And they treated steroids in baseball as like a bigger issue. Anyway, Zach, I gotta let you go. We got to wrap this bad boy up. Uh, appreciate you calling it. Take care. Zach, everybody. Um, all right. Should we take one more call? This guy keeps on trying to call. Okay, we're going to take one more call. One more call. One more call. Last call of the night. Who am I speaking with? Speaking with John from John. Cali. How are you doing, John? From Newport Cali. Beach. Newport Beach. How are you doing, sir? How's it going, man? I'm a big fan, actually. You and Ryan, you guys both rock. The oh, skits thanks, have been man. good for years. Appreciate it. So, dude, I was the guy I, in the chat. I was doing with my kid, and I typed the clergy pan, he, and he mispronounced it. I was like, geez. I re-listened to it. And I'm like, oh, my God. What did he call it? I was looking it up, and it kept trying to send me to, like, Cal- something in Calgary <laughs> the way I was. Cause it no, was- like, I get I get the immigration thing. Like, I, I worked I worked uh, in, in agriculture. So, like, I've seen how they – I've seen the whole game. Yes, there's a big, big faction that wants mass immigration. Sure. And the guy made some good points, but he didn't seem like he was talking about it. But I really wanted to talk to you about – I can give you some info on the rigged NFL. Yes, let's do it. Please, let's go. All right, I can give you some nicer – little little lighter talk. Okay. But look into it a little more. I will say that. Look into it a little more. Okay. Uh, so the NFL made a decision in the 80s. So the FBI used to investigate professional sports. And I'm sure you've heard this from this guy. The, the book that guy had talked about, I've read a couple of these books. Yeah. But uh, – so yeah, they the this is what the, I'll leave it with this. I'll keep it short. The NFL uh, they hired all the people that were investigating them in the eighties that worked for the FBI to come work for them, and there was never another investigation into a fixed game after that day. Right, but again, like I don't think the players are fixing it. You know what I mean? Like I don't think the yeah, actual... they're taking dives. So like I don't think every player is. I think, I like think you, that you, you can get a player. To, I think you, I played sports. You can yeah. get a player. Point shaving. I know about Boston College. You can go yeah, back yeah, and look at all the course. history. There's been point shaving. I, I think it's more the money that they're making, and like it would be it would be difficult. But I do think with um, like because because I know with with uh, betting and stuff, like if a lot of points, if a lot of wagers start coming in on yeah. a certain outcome like instantly they have all these like flags going off being like something's yeah, going on legal they're about to legalize it in california yeah that, that's, that's what i'm saying right right but they're like they have if something like weird bets start happening because there's some sort of inside information like it's not like it used to be where you could just go place bets in cash and like now it's all no no everything's you're right online you're like, right they know but if you're the like if you're the nfl like they probably the nfl added to the value of the National Football League as a business, like with this whole Taylor Swift, Kansas City thing. And all they need to do is just tell the refs, you're like, you know, the refs just need to kind of like lean a certain way, not even like explicitly, like again, because refs make mistakes. That's part of the game. So, yeah. So, exactly. So, I was going to let, I was going to let you finish, but yes. So, the, yeah. the way I would describe it is massaging a game. Yeah, exactly. They don't care about the outcome, they care about the, they, they kind of care about, there's, there is storylines they care about because it, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. And I, I don't want to be long-winded, but I was, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Yep. And I hate the Lakers. Oh, I hate oh, them. But they played in 2001. Big shot, Bob. 2002, and the Kings were the Kings were a way better team. And in game yep. six, the Lakers got – oh, you can go back and watch. It's of on course. YouTube. It makes me cry if I go back and watch it. But I'm, that's a long time ago when I was a kid and I yeah, cared that was, about That was with Robert Ory, right? 
Yeah, oh, that was one game. Yeah, that's that just one game. Game six is the one to watch. Game six, they rigged that game. They, yeah. That wasn't over at Robert Ory. They still – that would have ended it right there if he didn't make that shot, but it wasn't over. Game six is the one to watch. It's completely rigged. It's it's ridiculous to even watch it. You watch the refs, and it's just pathetic. Yeah. And again, it's just like the league probably as an entity because oh, everybody thinks right. that all the teams are playing against each other, right? Like, you go, yeah, they're playing – but they're, they're, no, they're partners in this business. Like the, yeah, the Kings, owners, yeah, yeah. Like the Kings the part, and the Lakers, profit sharing are actual partners in this larger business. They're, yeah. they're not as much as they're. But the Maloof brothers were not in. So there's different levels of ownership. So there's yeah. there's the top owners that that there's different tiers of your how much you're in on the actual yeah yeah the of Fonzie, like on majority, the actual game yeah. So like the Kings are Sacramento. So this is what I'm gonna say, and I'll I'll end it with this. So would you think think about this? It was gonna be the New Jersey Nets had already made it. Mm-hmm. New Jersey Nets. Nobody wanted. And then it was going to be the Sacramento Kings versus the New Jersey Nets when the, the, the NBA was on a down – they were not in a good place back then. Yeah. And it was going to be either the Lakers against the New Jersey Nets and Shaq and Kobe or the Sacramento Kings against the New Jersey Nets. Which is what, like Look Chris Webber? last year. Which was what, Chris Webber and like – Chris uh, Webber, Jason Williams, Peyton Strzokovic. Yeah, yeah. Body team, but like no, Kobe, down the, no Kobe I, and Shaq. Yeah, that's the big. It's a it's a difference of like a billion dollars in revenue is what sure. it, they're looking yeah. at. It's yeah. not the names. I know. So there you go. I'll leave it with yeah. that. I've been uh, long winded. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. Like they just they think about the business more than anything, and that's why those commissioners make so much money. And everybody's like, oh, everybody hates like David yeah. Stern and they don't do anything. And, well, they do. They're bad they, they're the, they're the they're ba- yeah they're bad they're, men. But they're the ones who are like presiding over this insane. They're who everyone of, gets mad at. They're yeah, the president that everyone gets exactly. mad at to take the heat off of the people that are making the decisions. Yeah, but they're the ones Very who are simple. like making this fucking huge amounts of That's money. That's why they get paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, thanks, man. Love you, brother. Take, take care. care. Okay, just because it's Joe the lawyer, Joe the lawyer is going to be the last call. And don't tell me anything about n- Jewish nepotism. Joe the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I, said, yeah. I said the last call was going to be the last call. People's conspiracy brains are going to start start popping off that saying I give preferential treatment to the Jews. Yeah, well, I mean, you probably do. Oh, um, no, I don't think so. But anyway, uh, I, just, I just wanted to hear uh, from you because we were talking about all this uh, Jew related stuff earlier on. I thought you could illuminate, sh- shine some light on. Well, I missed uh, the first half. Oh, okay. We were talking about um, that. Someone called in asking about the Metsi Zabapa thing. And I, 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 I used to do a joke about it, but I don't really know where, like what degree of people are doing mm-hmm. this. So, so it is. It is a thing. Um, I would say that um, a majority of them probably don't do it anymore. Uh, it, it used to be much more common until uh, there was an issue where someone gave uh, herpes a bunch of kids. Yeah, herpes. Yeah. Um, so now uh, it's so it's like a, it's a tradition. But now what people do is they use a glass tube instead, where they they just suck out a drop of blood with a glass tube. And uh, that's it. Okay, well, that seems more sanitary, I guess. Yeah. What what sects of Judaism are even doing this though? Because this isn't just. Um, I would say uh, the vast majority of Orthodox Jews Do uh, in yes, New yes, York, saying, though. Yes. In New York, uh, no. But, you, but you, you're talking about like no. Oh, who's doing it without the tube? Um, I you know. So then it's really just the uh, like the Hasidic ones. Uh, and maybe a few of the, uh, the but like are, are, are Orthodox Jews in Montreal doing this as well? So 
really what it comes down to, most people don't know what's going on. You're not really looking at it. You're not yet, like, when I've, I've had my own kid have a burst. I don't see what, ha I don't want to look. It's just the mile does what the mile does, and most people aren't aware of, of if anything happens. Right. Like, even, like, the, the parents involved. Okay. So, uh, but I would say, like, I'd want to yeah, know though if when kids are getting herpes, don't you think that's a reasonable question to start asking? Right. So, so that's why they, uh, you know, nowadays, you know, it's very like I will ask, or a lot of times even the male will ask. So, do you want me to do it the old-fashioned way? And they're like, no, and just use the glass tube. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so they've been doing that for uh, thousands of years, huh? Yeah, but I think it's really more of a, you know, like a healing sort of thing. Like, oh, the blood, and then you stop it with uh, sucking like the wound. It's been like a, a thing since forever. Like, like it's like kind of kissing the boo boo. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. It's they, they, there's nothing sexual about it. Yeah, yeah I know that, but <laughs> I know it's not it's not for the rabbi's sake. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, we could do away with that um, one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, I, so uh, I want to talk to you actually about uh, a couple of stuff. First of all, the person who called about the McDonald's thing. Yeah. Uh, so what happened over there in that case was McDonald's was warned multiple times they, not to have it that hot. They purposely made it much hotter than it was allowed to be right. because they were doing free refills. They wanted people to take their time uh, ah. having it. And then, oh, you're not going to have time to do it. So they, they were doing this all on purpose. Uh, so that's why there was this massive judgment against them. And it, was, it wasn't for the injuries. This was uh, punitive damages. Right. Yeah, I know uh, it's punitive, but, right? How how but, much but when some when a punitive damage like that gets paid, how much of that actually get ends up getting paid? Because I know that like America is no, the only place where they have these like insane numbers. So, so you, you they, they do have the insane numbers, but they never end up getting paid. Uh because first of all, uh they can appeal they, they always appeal this. And generally the court will decide this is unreasonable and they will lower the amount. On top of that, during the appeal process Everyone will just end up settling. It's usually going to be, uh, it's usually lower than, no one wants to go through an appeal, no one wants to risk it. Uh, so they just end up, you know, settling for something, you know, significantly less than that, like probably I would say like half of what that is. That's why I don't think that Trump is actually going to end up being on the hook for, uh, you know, however many, uh, $80 million or whatever it was. Right. Uh, 83 million. That. Yeah. And it's funny actually, yeah. cause the way they dinged him is they, cause they're, it's like, I guess related to his. Uh, like um, grossing up essentially his real estate. We go, well, if you got so much money, what's $83 million? <laughs> like the way that they did it, they go, well, you know, you're a billionaire. What's $83 million? But but even that, you're saying, oh, he said that he had so much money, uh, you know, back then. Who's to say what his finances are now before he became president and everyone boycotted him? And right, like, right, right. you're reaching back to something that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, most people's finances don't stay the same. Um, and another thing I want to talk to you about was uh, you run another podcast where you're talking about you went to see a Broadway show and they changed the ending. Yeah, it was uh, Some uh, Like It Hot, uh, the movie Some Like It Hot, the hit 1959 comedy with Jack Lemmon and uh, Tony Curtis. <clears throat> and in the movie, um, Jack Lemmon, they, they basically witness a mob murder, these two singers. And so they pretend to be women to get away from the mob and they're like on the run. And then they, the Jack Lemons character falls in love with this like kind of gayish guy. And then the movie ends with him pulling off the wig being like, I'm a man. And the guy's like, nobody's perfect. And cause he's like in love with him and doesn't realize it's a man. But then in the play, they make the character just trans and they go the characters like, I never, I, I just, I guess I was always a woman. 
so Broadway has a history of doing that. They actually changed the ending to The Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have I've you... seen Fiddler on the Roof when I was like a little kid. I do not remember how it ends, though. Okay, so basically, um, it's uh, each one of Tevye's daughters. Like the first one, uh, you know, doesn't get married through a matchmaker, you know, falls in love with this guy, whatever is paler. And uh, Tevye lets the daughter, like, okay, sure, you can marry him. Then uh, the next daughter uh, the, the, ends up uh, falling in love with, with the, this guy's uh, the masculine, what he, uh, like uh, this atheist communist. Okay. And he's Jewish. He's like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, you know, the guy's talking about how he wants to, you know, overthrow the czar and whatever, but. Uh, I'm sure that's going to end well. Um, okay. Like a and, uh, then, yeah, yeah. And then the next, uh, and then the next daughter ends up marrying a guy. And, uh, then, you know, he's like, he cuts her out of his life. And, uh, that's the original, the that's end, the original. No, 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 no. That, that, that happens in the play. And that then, the play. uh, at, at the end, when they all get kicked out of Anatuska, you have the guy show up, um, the, the guy and daughter. And he's like, uh, I'm also going to leave. I can't stay here where they're so anti-Semitic. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna leave in solidarity with you, and uh, and then he ends up like accepting the, you know, accepting them back, uh, you okay. know, the daughter back, like, uh, and that's not at all what happens in the original uh, book. And there was actually a movie that came out back in 1939 uh, in Yiddish, okay. um, which I've seen. And the way that one ends is it shows she, she, you know, Chava marries the guy, and then the guy's family treats her like garbage, is constantly talking about how, how much they hate Jews and how terrible it is when the Jews are getting kicked out. They're talking about how they're going to take all their stuff. Uh, and then she... <laughs> I, don't and then she I don't know why I find that. And, then she, goes, and then she goes back to uh, her father and you know, and she, she runs away from her husband. She's like, listen, you know, I'm sorry. I, 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 you were right. Uh, the the, the guy are all terrible. Um, you know, take me back. I, 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 never, I never really stopped being Jewish. And then he takes her back, which in, in the movie, in the play, in the, uh, in the original book, he actually, it ends where he's not, he's like, what would you do? Would you take your kid back? I don't know. Like, Crazy. But, uh, yeah. Kind of like Krusty uh, like the, the Clown's dad. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was 1939 when it came out. Also, you have to think about like what was going on in the world then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, it's just funny when they were then doing, uh, you know, making it into a Broadway show, they were like, well, you know, most of our audience is going to be non-Jews. We, uh, yeah, don't we, we don't want to, yeah, yeah, that's, that's smart business but, as they say. Um, all right, yeah. Joe, I gotta let you go. We're way over okay. time, but appreciate you. Sorry, sorry. That's all good. No, it's all good. Thanks, okay, Joe. Take care. Bye. All right. That's been the show. I did not know that we learned stuff about the fiddler on the roof people. Uh, um, Joe's throwing around the G word. <laughs> That's just the word, guys. Go watch uh, Ari Shafir's special Jew. Um, it is hilarious, though. Go watch Ari's segment on on that. It's it is quite funny. Okay, that's been the show. Uh, our once a month open lines. Honestly, these are super fun. We're we're never gonna stop these. Not for the rest. Not for the rest of the world. Um. As mentioned earlier, okay, so tomorrow night, new episode of The Bathhouse, 10.30 p.m. As mentioned earlier, though, if you miss this live, this this stream is going to be going uh, private right when this ends. You'll be able to watch the replay if you are a patron or a YouTube member. Uh, otherwise, it'll be out on Thursday afternoon, and it's mostly just because YouTube is requiring this based on their algorithm. I It's the only way I can do it. They're just penalizing live streams so much relative to posting videos. So that's what has to happen. Um, otherwise, 
we'll have we'll have a we'll have a new show. Uh, or you'll you'll be able to if you missed it or you're just catching the end of it, whatever. You'll be able to catch the whole thing Thursday afternoon. Uh, all right, I'm out of breath. We went long. We went extra 15 minutes for free, courtesy of Joe the lawyer. Two Jews giving you free content. Look at that. All right. Um, good night, everybody. I uh, will I make online friends if I join the Low Value Mail Patreon? You will. Well, uh, we have quite a fun little community here. Um, and uh, but it, and honestly, just if you want to support the show because you like the show and you want the show to be longer, that is the best reason to do so, so that I can get a producer. Uh, possibly John Steele, actually. He lives not far from here, and I've spoken to him, but I've said enough. All right, good night, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Really a poet, you know it, all my shit heroic. Empathic abilities, yeah, my face be also stoic. Beat blow up, nigga, that just means I'm working. They see me as a leader, so that's why I'm Captain Kirkin. These charts from the stars, that much is for certain. You can feel this here if you up or if you hurt. I'm raising my stock, not talking my feet, it's some burkin. Number Johnny Five, got a fucking short circuit. Bring the track to life when I speak phenomenal. When I hit, she feel that shit in her abdominals. These rappers make me laugh like comic do they comic do. You know I got a ball out, I hit the track running just like Sonic do. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. Turn on my light switch, yeah. And they tried to down me up some KO type shit, yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. Now we pulling up fresh on some flight shit, ah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit, yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. And they tried to down me up some KO type shit, yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch, yeah. I'm pulling up fresh on some flight shit, ah.